live Ooh, from the timing. studio. <laughs> I'm Jimmy Selesky. I'm Eric Glazer. Today we have a couple guests here. We got uh, John Pavaromo. Is it Pavaromo? Hey. Ooh, you <laughs> fucked up. That journey. Was that was fucking Killing perfect, me. though. Journey. Yeah, I, I don't mind a Journey intro. <laughs> yeah, Steve dude. Perry's got a new album coming out. Does Climb he really? Yeah, you didn't know that? That's great. Yeah. He released a... Yeah, he's still, well, he, he just started doing it again. He um, it's I think the song is called Erasure or something like that. Erasure. Yeah, it, they released a single. Isn't Not that like an old band name too? Yeah, oh, that's an '80s band. Yeah, yeah Erasure. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Quick fun fact before we begin the intro: the guy who's currently singing for Journey that oh. replaced Steve Perry sounds exactly like him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's uncanny. It's this Korean dude they found on YouTube, right? Yeah, he's really yeah, dope. Yeah, he's amazing. Wow. He's really dope. Yeah, he and the guy that they everything with him too, so they could resell. They it. did, I know. Well, <laughs> that band is nato they're notoriously douches because they uh, Steve Perry, they were supposed to go I don't know if you guys know, I'm going to get into fucking music history. <laughs> 80s no rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, they were Got going the they were shirt. they were getting like they were like super big. They were going to go on tour and he wound up getting sick. And mm -hmm. He couldn't do it. it was for some reason. I don't know what it was exactly, but he was, he couldn't get on stage. Yeah, it was like really really bad or whatever. I think he had to have surgery or something like that. And he was going to postpone the tour. And the band was like, mm, no, fuck you, and left. And then got so there's a band around at the same time called Tall Stories. If you look them up, they're great. They sound, but the dude who's the lead singer of that band sounds exactly like Steve Perry. Was always a fan of Journey, and the band was kind of modeled after Journey. Uh -huh. So you can see some of the songs, there's like a little bit of similarity there. So they snagged him, and he was a sound-alike and a look-alike. So they had wow. him going on tour. Then that guy lost his fucking voice, Karma. Uh, no, it's not his fault. Um, but uh, he lost his voice. Then they found the dude on YouTube to sing, and that's when they re-recorded everything. Wow. Yeah. Damn. But anyway, yeah, they fucked over Steve Perry like huge. Which is amazing because that band wouldn't be anything without Steve. Like that's exactly. like he that that voice is so fucking iconic. Right. Yeah. yeah. So really it's is. it's crazy to me. Anyway, sorry, I messed up the intro. Oh, we no also have Journey came Ryan on and Metzger. I got ADD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> it's all good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got the suspended moment. That's cool. <laughs> Journey. Journey came on. I couldn't couldn't control myself. Yeah, Look at that, that fucking a... album cover. It's a goddamn spaceship. This is by the grace of God that blasted on. So you guys are pals. You currently live in Baltimore, Ryan, and yeah, then just outside of Baltimore. John, you're living in L.A. now. Or? I was living in L.A. and now I'm back living in New Jersey. I got like okay. three different uh, cues. Like I, I googled you a little bit, and uh -oh. I, it was like your website was like L.A. based, and then you I heard a special where you're talking about living in Tom's River. And yeah. then I saw that you were Brooklyn born, so I was like, I got a one in three shot. <laughs> I'm all <laughs> over this guy. Yeah, I was. I lived everywhere, man. I li I was. I was born in Brooklyn. That's uh, um, where I was born in uh, Burrell Park. And then uh, from there, this is irrelevant. From there, we moved to Arizona, um, and okay. then moved back to Brooklyn, and then I finally grew up in New Jersey. Okay. And that was like four years. Finally, in, yeah. finally got to grow up in Jersey. Finally, that's where <laughs> everybody God. wants to wind up growing up is a yeah. fucking <laughs> Jersey Shore, yeah. man. Yeah, right. So where did you start comedy? Did you start in Jersey or? I started in New York. That's um, but I, I mean, I was living in New Jersey, but I went into New York to do stand up. How far away is Tom's River from New York City? I'm an hour and fifteen. Okay, okay. With, without traffic, you know. Would you take a car? I guess or would you yeah, I drive in. in yeah, there's I, not good transit in from there. Yeah, like, Tom's okay. River's too far south for any of the trains. Gotcha. Yeah, I would go to Red Bank if I took the train. Like, Red Bank's yeah. another, like, whatever. But I don't like being anywhere without my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. I like to leave when I want to leave. And, yeah. yeah. Bingo. Yeah, really? every and now then, and then. Plus, I guess that's where you guys met in New Jersey? Yeah, yeah. in high school. Fuck yeah. Um, and then after after I got out of college and stuff like that, uh, we ended up roommating together. Yeah. And that's how I started doing stand-up was he basically 
dragged me to one of his shows and like, hey, you can do five minutes. I'm like, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. So it worked <laughs> out pretty well. Yeah, I did. Like, it was like Rowan University. And I was like, hey, want to open up? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. See, I've tried to do yeah. that with Jimmy before and he just won't do comedy. <laughs> well, come on, man. You got to I mean, do it. He's already a musician. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's oh, like, that's true. Man. Like, if you're he's and he's good. Looking, he doesn't want to get less pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's getting as a musician. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, doesn't, he doesn't want to downgrade it. I gotta think about numbers at yeah. this point, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The ladies he can pull as a musician with those looks. Come on. I yeah. just learned a long time ago. Uh, somebody said, just stay in your lane. Just stay. <laughs> in Holy your shit! Lane. Talking about that earlier. I'm not even kidding you, dude. And yeah. that's not a that's a not a bad lane to veer out of. But yeah, in this other uh, other podcast, I won't name it. Um, no, you guys should be friends. They didn't know about you guys. Oh, oh cool. But well, if I was, you a, can shout them out. Yeah, no, it was. School? Um, it was. Um, the city. Oh, that's something. The city. Yeah, the um, city that breeds. City that breeds. The yeah. city that breeds. Yeah. No, they yeah. wanted to be friends with you guys, so I told them about you. Oh, um, cool. But uh, we yeah, so I was on there. We were literally just talking about nice. people staying in their fucking lanes. Yeah. Nice. I was ranting about it. I wasn't. Yeah, it's it was a big Baltimore thing. We love staying in our lanes. Yeah. It's huge around here. It was mostly about seeing the lanes here. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen it. I've seen how you guys do a lot of shit in Baltimore and Maryland. <laughs> not, not too fond of it. Uh, uh, is this your first time here, or how often no. do you come through? I've come, I've come to see him a bunch yeah, of you, times. I've seen you at the DC Improv a couple times yeah. so far okay. since, you, since yeah. I moved. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in DC a lot. Um, yeah, Baltimore and DC kind of get conflated together for people that aren't from here. They're just yeah. like, oh, this fucking right. this circle. Yeah, here. when he's coming, he's like, oh, I'm going to DC. To me, I mean, it's. To me, Baltimore is way closer. I can, oh, for like, sure. It's like 15, 20 minutes from me. and But I just, I'm just i not that familiar with everything else yet because I'm still from Jersey. And I mm. mainly moved here for my girlfriend. Good move. Um, and also, Jersey is not that great. So like, it wasn't, it wasn't anything yeah. I was like leaving behind that I... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, weed prices here are amazing. Are they good? I didn't know. Way yeah, better yeah, than yeah. Jersey. He would know. He would know. He's the expert. It's like half right? the price. Really? It's insane. Is it as good? It's better, probably. It's probably really? better. Yeah. Yeah, well, because I feel like everyone's just getting like medical grade shit now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think you just like somebody can buy it at a store and then yeah, <laughs> sell yeah. it from there. So it's not even. I feel like people don't talk about the market value of weed enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you could do look, a whole show on. I, I like I moved here and then I went to go buy weed and I was like, I never miss Jersey again. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful. I'm, like swimming in it. It's you can get Guidos <laughs> out in Maryland. You don't need to be in New Jersey, yeah, right? You can find them. They're they're further and fewer apart. Yeah, you can. It's nice. It's nice. Like spacing. I'll come and when visit. You see them same here, thing. It's like, oh hey, it's, a, it's a, like it's not. Like oh god! Hey, who are you hiding from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Right when uh, when school starts up again, Towson, you, every single person from New Jersey apparently just goes to Towson University. Yeah, yeah that's what I've heard. They yeah. have a lot of Jersey influx from yeah, there. Yeah, if you ever miss it, just come through some yeah. of the Towson bars at night and hear the little sweet sound. Yeah, people from New Jersey are always looking to get out, but never be that far away. Yeah. I don't know also what tell it you is. how great it is, even though it's not. Yeah, no, it's they do bullshit. love Jersey, dude. Exactly. They yeah. to love. It's nothing different. They love. They think we're Southerners, which is weird. We technically the are. The closest you can get before well, being Southerners yeah. is how I view Maryland. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the line. After this, mm-hmm. you're in the South. Yeah. We just, say, we just say stuff model. Like, they say high school. We yeah. say high school. Yeah. High school. They say Towson. They, they don't, I don't know how to pronounce they it. Don't, I can't do it. I don't know how to, I'm getting better at Baltimore. Towson. You don't pronounce the T, right? Just Baltimore. Baltimore. Like a D. It's just a D. Baltimore. It's like a D. Baltimore. That's Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. T's or D's. Baltimore. Interesting. People will skip the letter altogether if they're like super like Wasted. white trash. Baltimore. Yeah. But mainly, yeah, it's Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore. Like that. Hmm. Like it's cool. Here, though. 
It's cool. Yeah, most like of the like northeastern cities, I kind of con- I conflate us with northeastern cities. Yeah, they're all yeah. south. I don't want to be a southerner. Well, the, the yeah. no, 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 I was gonna we say you guys are like, like similar accents. We fought for yeah. the union in the Civil well, War. Well, the only difference I'd something. say right yeah. here is more people are comfortable having a Confederate flag out. That's the yeah. biggest difference I noticed with Jersey. Yeah, I'd say more so in like. The county areas. Yeah, the we're I like, like Glen Burnie is where I'm thinking. Yeah, Glen yeah. Burnie. I like sure. a moment here, right? Yeah, 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 oh, Glen yeah. Burnie. Yeah, they'll yeah. rock that flag out, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's the same case for most areas, but like once you get on the outskirts of Baltimore, it's like just like it's all just redneck. Not yeah. redneck. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's I mean, just we like got, very we got the Pine Barrens. That's basically our rednecks. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's well, like even in Tom's River now. There's a fucking there's every now and then there's like a red truck that runs around town with a Confederate flag. and not just like a little. It's like a fucking flag that you would put on a house. Yeah, emphasize it. It's like it's like hitting the next car behind him. Like, dude, when you drive down I-81, I've driven to New Orleans from here before, or New Orleans, or however that's pronounced. And when you pull, now we're all gonna be self about how you're talking about the state. How do you say? Pronounce it how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the local. All these nail all these pronunciations here. Yeah. The first thing you I believe see, Alabama is pronounced <laughs> Hilt. No, that's not a. <laughs> Sorry, when you pass into Tennessee, <laughs> coming out of Virginia, the first thing you see is on a big hill on the right side of the interstate, oh, just this humongous, tall flagpole with a with a gigantic Confederate flag. It's the first thing you see. It's just like welcome yeah. to Tennessee. Well, I'm trying to see. Let you. Beautiful we're state. letting you know. Yeah. We're comfortable with this. But it's so like, like there's Asheville and stuff. Like there's places in those states that I imagine feel like they're so fucking alone. Yeah. Because it's only like a small section where they're normal. How they want to be alone though. Don't I know, they? no, I know. But I mean, like they're surrounded by redneck. Oh yeah. Like, like and it's just whatever. It's the city. Yeah. It's whatever the hell that's it is. How, like, uh, yeah, like in Texas with Austin and like, yeah. Like, dude, because Texas is so big, too. Oh, I know. And there's yeah. like, I know there's, like, metropolitans, like, very spread out everywhere, but I'm sure they're, like... So empty. Cup and string from one to the other. You, like, yeah. Yeah. The whole, you guys are sane, yeah. right? You can oh, fit most God. of the population <laughs> of the world in Texas comfortably. Mm-hmm. Like, just throw them out just for space-wise. Right? I have a theory that the more redneck slash rural your state is, the more hipster those, like, hipster towns. Oh, oh. wow. Because because the people have to co- come from, they, like, congregate. Like, compensate. You, the, the level else. of yeah. redneck if you is live directly in Tennessee, equal to the level of hipster. Like, if you live in Texas, yeah, you, Austin. and you're a hipster, you're you're like that. You go to Austin. So they're dragging from all but across you know, Texas. That's yeah. pretty accurate, considering Portland is... Oregon was a state founded to be exclusively white. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, like, everything outside of they Portland... Almost ha- they almost did it, They almost did it. They almost got away with it. It wasn't for those meddling hipsters. And their beards. God but damn. But that's, a, that's amazingly close. accurate, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a theory that I just came up with uh, a minute ago. The only exception <laughs> might be, like, New York, but they have some pretty rednecks... In the rest of the state, yeah, for what? the like the the hipsters they have in Brooklyn, but I don't think they're as hipster as they are in other other towns anyway. Well, yeah, I, I feel like this is pretty sound. It's, it's a weird it's a weird thing because like I'm not exactly sure. Like I've I've been to L.A. once, and so yeah. that's my only experience of the West Coast. I just assumed that the West Coast was just super like super liberal and stuff like that. But then, I wish the man, cities. It's not it's like city. if you look at. But the thing is, like America is almost all in the cities. You can oh, see, yeah. you can look at the map. Fifty percent of the population fits in like like mm-hmm. ten cities. Mm-hmm. Right now, that's where we're at, and then it's all just empty space. Yeah. yeah. When and I went out to California, I thought the same thing too, though. And I have family out in California, and I swore to like I hadn't seen them in like a few years, maybe like the eighties. Um, but uh, when I went back out there, I've got one cousin who's super fucking liberal, mm-hmm. and his wife is as well. And then the rest of them are all fucking Republican, and they all grew up 
all over California, but I didn't know this. Like Orange County is all Republican. Um, yeah, San Diego, oh, yeah. parts of Any San Diego, rich, man. Mm-hmm. yeah, parts of San Diego, fucking, yeah. and they're all, and it, and it's the weirdest shit, which is wild because it's like right on the border of Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I know, and they, I, but I, they, my my uh, aunt and uncle are like in their seventies, and they have this retirement. And they're my great aunt uncle. They have like a retirement community that they, they live wonderful. Or? No, they're not. Yeah, you're just uh, <laughs> they got they you just um, respect them so. Much. Yeah, oh god, I know. I just love them to death. Um, <laughs> it's really weird, man, because they they're like super nice to me and whatever. But I don't like. I also know that I'm sitting across. Some people who try to get my health care taken away like five times. <laughs> yeah, so it's just yeah. weird to me that they're, but they think it's also charity when they have me over and they don't charge me for dinner, even though they're cooking it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, like, like, oh you, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is this is the friendliest yeah. Olive Garden. And they're Italian. Which is uh they're like Italian in a way that like it's the thing, like I don't know that they love Trump as much as they love like they don't like immigrants. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I don't know if they really like, but at the same time, like if you ask them where they're from. They're like, oh, you know, we're from Italy, straight off the boat. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, it sounds like you're saying to the children of immigrants, you fucking retard. <laughs> like, are you out of your mind? But they're they're really like, it's weird, and I didn't realize that. I but they're red. Ta- Italians were notoriously pretty much like, yeah, fuck, like like they were pretty much. I I always put Italians in the conservative category. Yeah, they are. that's they're, that's they you are. know what? I think it's because there's also a lot of uh, their lasted like one of the last groups to join the white party. Yeah, like yeah, like, they're, they're the only the only white people who season stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, Italians yeah. and Greeks like are really the only yeah, ones. Yeah, that's that too. I feel like that you guys come yeah. in on the same. same Somebody lot. introduced me to the term wasp, which is oh, you didn't know about yeah. wasp? I, I I knew of I it's always like New England this, whites. I always had this idea that I was like because I grew up Greek and Italian, still am. Hey, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you still rising. No, and uh, you like, own so I, many I diners. <laughs> you don't even know. You can just walk into any diner in this area. Fucking make what my you want. Uncle on the fucking <laughs> thing. Like, oh, holy shit! I got a sandwich named after him. That's, good. <laughs> like, that's cool. Excellent. But uh, the, I always, I always like notice the difference between like when I would go to like my white white friends' houses versus like when I was at like my parents' house. The way we did yeah, things, yeah. it was like it was very different. Like I think that meme that like when people do like. <laughs> Like the white people potato sour, they put like raisins yeah. and shit, and like don't season it. That's oh, yeah, not yeah. the That's Italians definitely and a the Greeks. English German thing. Like Greeks, yeah, yeah. we fucking we don't eat the same shit. I as, think it's almost exclusively English because English yeah. suck at cooking. They suck yeah. at cooking. Oh, yeah. They're so bad at food. They Even suck. Though their entire conquest of the world was just to get spices. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. they still don't use them. They still don't use them. Yeah. But they don't use them. Like we yeah, gotta get all these them. spices and then make it so nobody uses them. <laughs> you will be as bland as everything else. <laughs> yeah. They got. They're like, what is this? Pepper? Yeah. No. I don't. <laughs> My grandfather was only good at London cooking London broil and uh, Yorkshire pudding, and those are the only two English things I've ever. I like how they both have. English cities in them. So I know. You know they're English. And that's it. But like, that was like the most. You know that they were yeah. food, like a real food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, too, is like, I remember. So he was, um, he was around during the war when he was a kid. So he was like Which 16. War? Uh, the second. Oh, okay. Yeah. The second war. So when he was 16, like, a, you know, like he left England mm-hmm. and then worked on ships all his life. Crazy story. So he, he, he was a steward on ships and then like hopped ship, jumped, went to America, got his green card, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but uh, he, I guess, was just an, an, uh, a product of that kind of like depression thing. So when I was a kid, he'd be like, hey, uh, we're going to have, do you want um, meatball, uh, spaghetti and meatballs for dinner? And I'd be like, oh, my God, yeah. And I'd be staying over his house. And he wouldn't have the stuff to make it. So he would just, it would be spaghetti and like a hamburger patty. <laughs> and I'd be like, what? I don't understand what happened. And another time, too, he's like, hey, do you want uh, hot dogs? I'm like, yeah. 
didn't have the hot dog buns, so just used bread and folded it around mm. the. Oh, and yeah. I was a picky kid, but I realized he did that because if they didn't, they didn't fucking have that shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, hey, you don't have to ration anymore. There's a fucking grocery store. Oh. I'll go get it. Well, it's it's like uh, people wasting food now. Like I, yeah. I like I'll eat shit. Make sure that I switches I, on. Oh, sorry. I uh. I gotta make sure I like don't just shove food in my face because of how trained I was to never waste food. Yeah, as a kid. yeah. like my parents were like super, but like that's why I'm like twenty pounds, thirty pounds overweight. Probably dude, more. I'm the same but way with from beer, being though. like yeah. When I have a beer, like I have to finish it. It's just weird. Right, 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 right. I like see it and I'm like, I can't gotta go. not yeah. finish that. I'm gonna have to throw it away. Yeah, but like sometimes like, I'm like I should not yeah. eat more fries. <laughs> yeah, when you're full like, I could and just you're just not like, eat. Why can't these? I just stop? Yeah, like, that's okay. I had to like it's it's one of the things where like I'll be like I can always have more pizza, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. which is obviously a privilege, but at the same time, it's like I don't need to eat five or six slices of this goddamn pie. Yeah, because like, if I I'll have it again, wait ten minutes, I'll be full. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it That's is. That's the other thing that pissed me off about the human body is like it does take a bit for your body to catch up. Yeah, yeah. With your fucking uh, somebody, uh, there was a comedian that does a joke about that about how it's like you're like. You know, you stub your toe, you feel that shit in three seconds. Yeah. But you don't know you're fucking fool until you, like, ten like minutes later. Day. Yeah. After like when I'm at an all you can eat buffet, it's like I like yeah. I can't I'm trying to get to a point in my adulthood when I can reach a level of maturity where I can like eat in a, in an environment of unlimited food and not like feel the need to throw up afterwards. Like just right. yeah. control like, myself. Well it's unlimited, so I have to eat all of it. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. almost like it you're forced to. Yeah. I'm like that with like certain ca- like I can't have a bag of candy. In the room oh. and not oh, yeah. fucking fin like an M and M and M's. Oh dude, God. I know we got a family size bag and M's no, no, are gone. No, we got a party a party size, size bag. Speaking, Speaking of bags of candy, yeah. Halloween's around the corner. Yeah, uh, just favorite around. holiday. Favorite oh, holiday yeah. as well. Favorite yeah. holiday as well. Undeniably, so, as an adult. I, so I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness, so I didn't celebrate holidays as a kid. Oh, the only holiday that I wish I had as a kid was Halloween. That's it. You guys really? didn't celebrate any holidays. I didn't celebrate my birthday. I didn't celebrate what? Christmas. I didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Damn! Nope. Celebrate any of them, and like I said, Halloween—that's the only one you think. But you guys didn't have your own holidays that you just celebrated. We had instead. one holiday that was basically Easter, but it's the Last Supper, and it's really somber. It's like a real—it's like going to a funeral. Oh, because it's Jesus's Last Supper, so yeah. it's like just before he goes to die. Now, can you explain? Do you at least something? have like good food for it. Oh, you know, there's no, no meal Jesus for it. You, in fact, there's, there's food no Jehovah's, in it that I explicitly could goose. not eat. So I, I don't know if how familiar you guys are with it, but there's, they have this whole thing like some people are going to go to heaven, but some people get to go on earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, bro. Yeah. Um, so there's like 144,000 that get to go to heaven. And like there's a, a limit. Yeah, it's in the book of Revelation. <laughs> there's like which a bouncer is the there. most it's ridiculous like, oh, book. Capacity, That's dude. just like the drug <laughs> trip book of the Bible. But there's a passage in it about that. And uh, well, there's only like a hundred. Yeah, that's there's a limited number. Five dollar so, cover charge. And the way you wait, the way you know you're in it is Chicks you just know it. For free until 10. <laughs> you just yeah. know it. You just know it and you say it. And everybody's like, are you old? And then they might believe it if you're old and have been like a witness for a long time. Then, then you can kind of get by and they get to eat some like the short some matzo crackers. <laughs> they get to eat some matzo crackers and drink a little bit of wine. And that's it. So what were you doing? But you couldn't celebrate stuff in people's classrooms either. Like if they had a classroom party. No, so party, like kids would do uh, birthday cupcakes. Were you allowed to go in? Or no. And I always had to turn down the cupcakes, which on a kid's birthday they're so excited to share them. Yeah. Oh, Heartbroken yeah. every time. We had a Jehovah's you Witness want kid. My cupcake. Yeah. So in Arizona, so there's a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses. 
And when I was in, like, I had one as a neighbor that was a friend, which I didn't even know what it was when yeah. I was a kid. I just knew this guy kept telling me, like, boring. We, he would yeah. talk boring, dude. boring as shit. Yeah. Well, his you weren't oh. allowed to say, like, shut up in his house because his mother considered oh, yeah. it a curse word. And I that's, was like, five. That's not a witness thing as so much as just, it's a, just a, weird a rough thing. Mo- yeah, like, like. But he would like constantly talk about like we'd be hanging out and he'd be like, so when you and I are in heaven, we're gonna and I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he was not, talking about I don't heaven. Hang out this with you. <laughs> like uh, whatever. In paradise. The, uh, paradise. Okay. You yeah. talk about that. Yeah, like that it was always be... whatever. Would afterward, and I was like, after we're the apocalypse, five. they're hoping for an apocalypse. But he was also like, yeah. that's the thing. That's I've never heard of a religion where there's like a, 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 a like a strict like nominated cutoff point of hundred. How many? There's seven billion yeah. people on the planet right now. How many? And, and, and over the course of time, how people existed right like, it's right. supposed to be people who've died since jesus died like you can't make it if you died before jesus so what happened You're to out. all them like moses doesn't make the cut to heaven. moses doesn't make Damn. the cut no he'll be on earth not even job no he like killed them. he like fucking who's the guy who like killed no that was noah no, no. all those guys yeah J- no, none david of those guys. the guy who beat goliath yeah make all it of them none of them get to heaven one of the best it's d- only, upsets in history all the apostles get to go Oh. They would be, even Peter who denied he had like him. The, yeah, the plus that, eleven. Or even yeah, Judas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Judas. I think. <laughs> Can I get that plus one? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's there's I like know, alternate. Man. There's a there's a book of Judas that the whole like an old like a uh, non-canon Bible book from that time period. That's really? Basically, yeah, it's his perspective, and it's basically he had to do it for Jesus because Jesus had to die, so somebody had to do it, and he, it was his job to be the narc. I would read that. I would right? be, be fascinated to read that. They, they, if they translated all this into comic books, you know how many well, people they would convert? Yeah, that's the, the that's plot like a superhero line movie. for... Yeah. <laughs> is it Dracula 2000 or is it the or is it the third Blade I was movie? thinking Man of Steel. I think but... it's the third Blade, right? Isn't... isn't uh... One of them has it where Judas is the is Dracula. Oh, I think it is the basically the old the original vampire is Judas. Movie. Yeah. Christianity doesn't get enough credit for having so many strange offshoots. Like, okay, like yeah. uh, Catholicism. That's like I consider that's that like run one. of the mill yeah. Christianity. Like, there's nothing too weird. They still the most they like, got cool ritual stuff, but it's all like everybody treats it like myths. There's nothing yeah. too yeah, weird yeah. anymore because we're used to it, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, if you were, it's like the Scientology now. Oh, yeah. Like, if you hear about that now, you're like, what the fuck? Every wrong religion with those has weird shit. Yeah, when I went when I went. To a Catholic church, yeah. and I saw them doing the the all the prayers like simultaneously mm-hmm. stuff. That freaked me out a little bit. It felt like Battlestar Galactica Chanty. when they say "So yeah. say we all." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it, that's why I was still talk like this. My my church still speaks. Uh, so I'm Greek Orthodox, yeah. which is uh, not obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Um, and they still speak a language called Kini, which is Middle Greek. So it's not okay. ancient Greek like what Socrates and them spoke, but it's not modern Greek. So nobody understands it. So it's like Latin. Nobody, it's it's basically it's so, like Latin it, it is to, to, to it's Italian like, kind of thing. Basically, the Do you way know it, worked, it. No, I don't fucking. Know. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. <laughs> no, I don't no it's know. impressive. Yeah. Basically, say- what happened was uh, after so Rome took over all of like Southern Europe, yeah. actually most of Europe and Asia Minor, whatever the fuck that was back then. Asia Minor is. <laughs> I just know it was a thing. Look it up. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. Asia Minor. They whatever had whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> it's like we're we're gonna gonna get, get, turkeys now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey. And uh, so Western Rome fell yeah. to the barbarians, right. the Germans and the Gauls, the Normans, the French, that all became like the English and German French. Right. Eastern Rome survived, Greek yeah. Rome. So that was the Byzantine Empire. Right. They spoke Kini. 
until the 1500s or 1400s. Wow. Oh, they didn't something. speak Latin. They spoke Kinesi. They that's... spoke Kinesi, which is Greek Latin. Right. Oh, that makes so sense. So that's what we speak in our church. That makes sense. But I don't. Nobody. Nobody understands. My yeah. grandparents who were born in Greece don't. understand I like that Greek it. Orthodox is basically that's Catholicism, crazy. but the Pope isn't number one. Yeah, the Pope. We acknowledge the Pope. You acknowledge is like him a dude, as like a, a bit. As but like we're a, like, if he like walked in, we'd be like, dude, there's no. He's seat like here. just like, as high a rank as any other cardinal. <laughs> you gotta sit like, in the back. Can we take your robe, sir? Yeah, he's not. He's not like God's particular voice on earth. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the only thing about Catholicism. I think we were like, I don't know about this one. Like, are you yeah, sure yeah. This guy? So, wait, yeah, so he's is, clearly he clearly talks to Jesus. Who is God's voice on earth man. to you guys? Ours is like, uh, dude, I don't know. If, I, I don't think know, you guys have one. You don't have one? The, I don't. I don't think we I don't have, have a pope level. Guy. No, they don't have a pope level. See, here's the that's cool imp- thing about Greek Orthodoxy. Yeah, you can bang. As long as you are married, if you get married before you become a priest, you can be married and stuff. So oh. That's how they got around a lot of the fucking molestation. Oh, so stuff. it's you. You get married and then you then become you become a priest, a priest and you're so you good. save it for later. Wait, Our I like how you said go to they got around the molestation <laughs> stuff yeah. by getting married. That's how they first. That's how you reduce. Otherwise, they just be fucking kids. I mean, <laughs> the Greeks were sitting there just like mm. the Greeks did have a history of fucking kids for oh, the sure. longest time. Yeah, yeah. They had that was their like their proudest relationship. Didn't they have a whole building set aside for it? Like, well, that's where we. That was like the noblest relationship was a man and a young boy yeah, yeah. that was like yeah. Socrates spoke openly about yeah. having relationships with young but their their whole gay shit. thing too was different in that they didn't think of gay as like I'm gay or I'm straight it was like right now I'm doing gay stuff yeah, right now I'm care. doing straight stuff tomorrow I may do a little mix of both you know? but like those are like those are like the, the standards I consider but then you have Mormonism oh, Jehovah's Witness oh, yeah. Quakers the fucking yeah. Mennonites the Amish those are fucking weird no offense yeah. but those no, like, I consider them like Way it's a fucking cult, man. You don't have field. to. I'm I'm out of it now. I wouldn't recommend anybody join any of these groups because they're all, like I said, they're cults. They train you when you're young. To, yeah, when you're young, to, they kind of isolate you on purpose in certain ways so that you can't communicate well with other people. So like Ooh. they give you a special language that you gotta learn so you yeah. know their terms. Really? Not, not like when I say language, I don't mean it's not English. It's English, but the terminology is slightly different. But you just so, say stuff in a way that people, when they talk to you, think you're a nerd. Yeah, yeah. So friend. when you're talking to somebody, you're like, "Why is he? Sa- why would you say it that way? That's weird." <laughs> yeah. And it just makes it so you only want to talk to other witnesses because they know, they understand it. So it's this isolation thing. Just that saying they do. stuff that's like slightly off-putting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Last night I watched a porn. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, you, you might, if you're Catholic, you're like, "I'm Catholic." If you're a witness, you tell people, "I'm in the truth." Oh, like yeah. Big T, which if you were a hip hop artist would be kind of cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. There are people who there's a even, lot. There's a yeah. lot of entertainment, uh, black entertainers who are witnesses. That's oh, where wow. all of our hip hop like, language came from. I feel like that's how Fleek. a lot of the ones who become famous escape being a witness. Is like they try to become famous. Wow. <laughs> they didn't want to be a rat, though. Yeah, I mean Prince. Yeah. Prince was a witness. Yeah. Um, but he became a witness after he, he became famous. a witness after that was his choice. And then he thing. started he wasn't slipping into his music. Like he, didn't, he like kind of did his own version of yeah. being a witness. The artist formerly known. Yeah, yeah. 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 trails and yeah, but purple rain. He would yeah, sing about fucking and all that other shit. Yeah, and he like, didn't have a problem with it, which no. a lot of other witnesses did. But it was also the biggest get they ever had. So yeah. they were like, all right, yeah. don't. That's that like was Tom Cruise of witnesses. So just real quick, can you briefly explain who who Jehovah was and what he did? Oh, so Jehovah's God. That's, Jehovah is God. Yeah. Okay. So, so in uh, you know, have you ever heard Yahweh? Yeah. You probably, uh, you've seen uh, Last Crusade, right? Indiana Jones when he's like spelling out Jehovah's name, yeah. and he's like, oh, it's Latin, Latin. It's spelled with an I. So Jehovah mm-hmm. is this old way of, say, of pronouncing. It's the English way of pronouncing Yahweh, which is like these four letters in the Bible that pops up for God's name, and in everything else, it's just Lord. 
Like there was a taboo in Judaism about saying God's yeah, name. Yeah, they still don't say it. So they don't say it. So it, that got carried into most mainstream Christianity. Mm-hmm. But witnesses like witnesses are kind of like hipsters of the Bible. Like they wanted to go back to the roots yeah. and like yeah. get it fresh. Like it's not it's all bullshit, but that's what they like claim it to be. So they like to use God's name. And then there's like a passage where it's like, You are my witnesses. So like let's do that. But they used to be before World War II, they were the Bible students. The Bible students. Yeah, and they had a, they had their own schism. That split up into two groups. I think Bible students continued on, but nobody they, they have like nobody so does. few nobody cares I'm anymore. I'm a student. Oh, wow. Um, say. I yeah. didn't know about the Bible student thing. Yeah. But they're basically just a clone of Seventh day Adventists. Where did the door knocking come into play? You so that's big the witnesses thing. Door. Is you're supposed to, so Jesus like told his guys to go out and spread the word. I don't imagine so, Prince did too much door knocking. Nah, Can you imagine he did, if Prince though. God, he there? actually did do some door knocking. Really? Though. Yeah. He did? And yes, he absolutely did. You should look up online. There's stories of people who've had Prince show up at their that, door. He, he didn't, didn't the do the only time anybody's like ever witnesses. talked to a Jehovah's Witness for yeah. a length of time. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Jehovah's oh, Witness, I but I doubt it's he's Prince, wearing so. full Prince regalia. <laughs> right. But that's not like a figure they skater. Used to, yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses used to come to our apartment, but they never came when he was home. I know. I was so, like, it always come when he was there. Yeah. And I never got to, like, because I know all the, the, the conversation time. And I would just say, like, I'd just be like, I live with an ex Jehovah's Witness. I know all your bullshit, so I don't want to do this. And they'd just be like, all right. Yeah, if you if you don't want them to come back, make sure you're not interested because they will just keep, they mark you down as like somebody if you're just nice to him you're like oh that's okay i'll take your literature i wonder if he did Bye. it in the purple suit oh, oh now i gotta so. look up this video i've, I've never shit. seen any other witness wearing a purple suit i think that so. i think people are lying i think that's a rumor that witnesses make up like prince came by and that's why i wear uh, <laughs> jehovah's <laughs> witness. did you hear the uh prince witness is he like their santa clerk like if you be uh, a good jehovah's Smith. witness kevin prince smith will... has a whole story about about oh, yeah. working with prince and well, prince he... starts going on a jesus rant well he goes on his jesus rant but my favorite thing about the kevin smith thing is that uh prince wanted a fucking camel at three o'clock in the morning and like didn't understand Kevin why. was shooting uh, his documentary, whatever the thing was. And he was shooting this whole thing for, for that Prince requested him shoot. He yeah, personally requested him. But Prince wanted a camel, and he called Kevin, and Kevin like was in touch with his like uh, assistant, whatever the deal is. And then she was like, "Well, just we just can't." And he's like, "So what do you guys do?" And he wants it, and she goes, "He doesn't have any concept of time. Like he doesn't under- like he literally didn't understand. It's three o'clock in the morning. We just can't get you a yeah. camel." And he's like, <laughs> and he was, and he would just be like. Yeah, but I need a camel. I want one for this video. Prince, Prince is like and, a, a good version of Trump. Right? Yeah, like just. <laughs> and so he, would, Kevin, was just kind of like, "Well, what do we do?" And she's like, "Nothing. We just kind of don't get him a camel, and we'll wait until the morning and explain to him what happened." He was probably, you know, Matchbox. But he was like a, a child for their video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was probably pissed off. About yeah, but he was like a child about I'm it. He was like, he's like, why can't I get it now? And they're like, because it's fucking almost. Nick, yeah. You know, sunrise. Jesus Christ. Can't get you a camel. Wait, how long did you guys live together in New York together? Six, in, in New Jersey. In New Jersey. Jersey. I'm sorry. Uh, like five years? Six. six yeah, six, six years almost. Yeah. Six years? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. We, had, we were great. We had a blast. We fucking did everything. Yeah. Are funny. you guys uh, on the shows this weekend together, or are you just no? It's around? mainly John's on the show. I've yeah. moved over here. I haven't really gotten into uh, doing the shows around here just yet, um, but I do want to start doing some uh, some local stuff. Mm hmm. Um, I was talking to you about that before. Yeah, some yeah. Of the yeah. local places to go to. So uh, I'm looking to check out more of the scene stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. John's more of the professional than I am. I do a lot of writing stuff too, and then okay. like I'll, I'll help him. Yeah, I'll, I'll call job, him and be like, way. I'll be driving. I'll be like, like hey, what do you think this joke? Stuff? Game design. Stuff. Yeah, Dope. it's like slot machine stuff. So it's not real, real games, but it's still fun. Slot machine is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fun. But I was do. at the casino and they had a really cool graphic. Yeah, I like to do. That's the stuff I do. He's like, and it took all my money, but they had a really cool. I try to make it. 
really fun when we take your money. That's Dude, my I have not gambled in years. I can't do yeah. it. I, I, I can't play. I'm so bad at, at gambling. I don't recommend anybody gambling. Yeah, no, I don't like gambling either. Uh, I've won, I won like 500 bucks in AC once and I walked away. Yeah. That's <laughs> I was like, it's not going to get yeah. any better than this. That's the best way to handle it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also do writing and stuff too. You write I do, for yeah. Sports Nation and things yeah, like that. Yeah, well, I wrote for a bunch of different shows uh, for a while and a bunch of other comedians who went on those shows and stuff like that too. So You wrote. So if I read this correctly, you did some writing for Greg Gutfeld and Hannity? Not Greg Gutfeld, but comedians who went on those shows. Okay. Oh, you wrote for comedians when they went yeah, on the shows? Yeah, when they go on the shows and they go panel, like I'll, I would get a packet in an email, and it would be like uh, column A, B, C, and D, what the topics are going to be for the news stories, and it would be like, I'd get it that day, so we'd have like five hours to kind of write whatever it is, like, you know, like 30 jokes for each column or whatever, and then send it off and we'd be doing rewrites and sometimes they would just switch it up on you mm-hmm. so they'd be like we're not we're dropping column C and now we're talking about this because a breaking story just came in or whatever so wow. we'd have to do that kind of shit yeah because they gotta they gotta do to a bunch of different topics so they they basically export that comedy labor to the people who aren't as famous yet that's yeah. kind of the and the so way the works. purpose of that is they bring a comedian on like a, like a more known comedian I assume yeah and then that comedian is like I don't know anything about this topic and so you and we what, write the jokes. Just basically, for them. tell them what to say. Yeah, I mean, we write jokes, and they they kind of like. So basically, I had like, no idea that that's how. There's it a lot of there's a lot of big comics that have writers. Yeah, they write a lot of their jokes themselves too. Yeah, and they'll take those wow. they'll take those jokes that he writes or that another somebody else writes for them and edit them down. Yeah, and they'll do them. it. They'll put it in their own voice, or they'll kind of weave it into whatever but they're like, saying. But they have it like one guy I wrote for used to have it. Um, I don't recommend doing that either. But he used to have it in front of him, so he'd yeah. have like the notes kind of like lying out in front of him and like. Bullet points and what jokes he wanted to use, yeah. and then when the topic came up, weave it in that way. Um, it's not how I do it when I go on those shows, but that's how they it's do a it. lot of a lot of scripted stuff will have that because you get like short notice on when to do it, and they have. I mean, a lot of the a lot of comedians have their prep material already, so it's tough to write uh, like thirty jokes all at once. And oh, if yeah. you have the money to afford it, yeah. And then if if you're if you're a starting comedian, it's great because then you get some credit. Like now you can say you wrote for somebody big, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it helps all around. So it's like it's part and of some the, of them. Just aren't, the I mean, some of them aren't like naturally funny for that kind of stuff either. You yeah. know what I mean? Or they don't know about the topics or whatever the deal is too. So it helps to have like a guideline to think, go through it. I think Do a lot of comedians have to be pre- prepared. Like there's different prepared yeah. levels versus like improv comedians. Yeah. When you yeah. are a comedian, I imagine there's a certain amount of expectation that they bring you on to be the funny guy yeah yeah it's like and yeah i mean for most of the shows too like there's a point of view that they like that you that you have uh or Mm -hmm. that a comedian's gonna bring to the table and stuff like that too like there's ones that you go on where they obviously just want you to dick around and be like the jokey dude and then there's other ones where they you know like they'll actually want you to have they'll ask your honest opinion about shit too do you think guys like bill burr and patrice o'neill were doing that or do you think they just fucking i know they so I know you, Patrice, you know Patrice had, some, was had some writing. Writing, yeah. Uh, my, so my brother uh, is also comedian, Kurt Metzger. I've oh, heard of shit. him. Yeah, I was yeah. He's a great comedian. Because yeah, he's a he's yeah. fucking hilarious. Witness too. Yeah, he grew up. He also grew up. Yeah. There's only two guys um, talking about being a. But he, he, he wrote. He wrote, <laughs> he wrote stuff for Patrice. Actually, when Patrice did one of the roasts, I can't remember which one. That was the Charlie. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote for. There's a whole bunch of writers. In fact, Patrice helped make sure he got writing on there because he he liked him. Yeah. But but the funny thing about that roast though too is yeah. uh, he Patrice had those jokes and he fucking didn't do any of them because he got 
Uh, he just did his own, like he just yeah. did what Patrice does. So he went up there yeah. and just was funny on his own. Right, they, they might not use but he any got, of your he got like, tra- like he didn't get yeah. trapped, but people, he wasn't expecting to be like, I think hit as hard as he Oh did. yeah. So Patrice went up there and fucking ha- like just did oh, his own yeah. shit. He's like, he just was like, He's I'm great. not even, I think maybe he was like maybe one or two, I think your brother said at some point, yeah. but he was like, Patrice, like that whole thing is like infamous because it was the first roast he did. And he got, they were impressed because he just got to be his authentic self, which yeah. no one ever does on a roast. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's like this epic fucking Except thing where he for just. My all time favorite roast of all time, Greg Giraldo. Oh, Greg Giraldo's Greg fucking Giraldo's amazing. great. Yeah. He was. Uh, he, he banged out his own shit. He's a great writer. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, amazing. he didn't need <laughs> No. He's a great group. Um, I think a lot of them don't necessarily need the writers either, though. It's that you have, a, like, a deadline and you got to get a, a bunch of shit done. It's good to and bounce shit off of people, I think too. it's all... Yeah, I think it also helps if you have, like, a buddy that you're talking to yeah. and stuff like that just to help develop the jokes because you mm-hmm. can refine them faster if you have somebody to work with. On yeah. Them. I know if any time I come up with jokes, I always immediately text this guy and I'm just like, hey, is this funny? Yeah. And you send it to him hey, in text form. Yeah, I'll send it in it's text form. It's hard to form. make it funny in text form. I mean, he can get the idea of what I'm going yeah, yeah, for because yeah, yeah, we yeah. have we've been talking yeah. for a long yeah. enough time that he gets how I, I would know, deliver like, it. Yeah, like he knows, yeah. He like hears and your voice. And I might it. not even. Yeah, yeah. I might have just like a loose concept. I'm like, hey, how? Do, what's the approach? Like the angle I want to go on this because depending on the joke, like like I do, I'll do some religious jokes, and you got to be the angle you approach it is is how it hits the audience. Yeah. Like if you hit it in this like hostile way. Mm-hmm. Even an audience that's not at all religious can suddenly like get cringed yeah. and like not yeah. like it. But if you approach it from like like an ignorance kind of perspective, like like I'm I'm kind of a dummy, like I don't really understand this. You can kind of like get people in on your side in the beginning. It's definitely you some, art, dude. You can say some harsher stuff too oh, yeah. if you do that. Oh yeah. But you, it's all about that initial thing. So mm-hmm. you got to find that that entry angle. There are certain topic. comedians that just get away with so much more than other comedians, yeah. but it's pr- entirely, I think, because of the way they present themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's personality-based, too, man. I mean, yeah. you know, if you like somebody that's on stage, like, that's shit I get away with on stage just simply because, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I know how to, you know, make it play likeable. an audience and yeah. make, like, make it likable. But I've been doing that, like, also my entire life, too. Like, any job I've ever worked yeah. at, people have been like, like, I've, I've worked with people before where they'll try to do the same shit, and they'll just get fucking, like, reamed out, or, like, it'll take in the wrong way, and like, I don't understand how you, and I'm like, because, I don't know, I just like playing with people, and yeah. I've got a stupid face, and... You also <laughs> incorporate a, nice a lot yeah. of... <laughs> Stop it, go yeah. on. <laughs> you said nice smile, and I think I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> you do incorporate, uh, I think, what works for you is you, you kind of season in some self-deprecation, yeah. so it makes oh, you, yeah. it That's makes absolutely. you more... You know, if you if you just constantly are talking as if like you're above someone, yeah, right. Then they start. But if as long as you put yourself on the same level as the people you're making fun Absolutely. of, absolutely, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's super. You got to be kind of vulnerable to them so they feel safer being yeah, vulnerable exactly. themselves to some stuff. It just feels more personal when you feel yeah. like you can a person's open up a little yeah. bit, like you know. And a lot of it is me, and I've and again something I've always I kind of just learned how to do like growing up or whatever. But I bring kind of like the audience. I'm good at creating moments within an audience yeah. like that. So they're I'm bringing them to me. Like there's other comics that'll just have their material and they'll do just that. Yeah. I very much like to make that group of people feel like one, they already know me yeah. and whatever is there is happening right now is not going to happen on the next show. And Which the next I, show I after think there's, that. there's a lot of comedians who prep their sets to be a, like a, an act that's yeah. fully rehearsed and they don't consider 
Like John Mulaney, John, when I watch yeah. him, he, I, I enjoy yeah. his comedy. But it's just, you can just, it's just like yeah. mid, yep. second to second. Which I respect yeah, that, too. There's, there's a I lot wish. of, especially if it's good. But I've seen, like, at some some shows, I've seen somebody have this fully prepared thing, and yeah. it doesn't or have like any. like an open mic, you'll and look at someone doing comedy, and it sounds like they're reading it off a list. Yeah, yeah. They don't but have it's not even up. good. Like, I've seen a whole bit, like, with yeah. all these scenes and motions, and, like, the acting of it. Is great, but there's nothing that's funny in the bit oh, yeah, itself. And, they're like, and, then and they, uh, and yeah. they never like as they're going, they just plow through it. Yeah, they don't have the no... self awareness of the room. Yeah, you got you yeah, really like, got to be able. Well, LA is like that, and then, I don't. It's not even a shit on Los Angeles and like that, but like there's Please a do. lot of people that are. <laughs> 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 it is like, dude. When oh. I was out there, man, it was fucking so. Um, I noticed like a lot of guys were getting on stage, and I was I was new at these clubs or whatever when I was going out there for the first time. Uh, they go up with these credits, like amazing fucking TV credits, and I'm yeah. just like, God, that guy's whatever. And then they get on stage and fucking bomb. Oh yeah. And I find out they've been doing stand up for six months, but they're actors, man. So they have in their head this yeah. script, and they're playing it out and beautifully performed. But they don't notice they're not Who's hitting the two anymore. From was it America's Got Talent? Who was that? Your show? Oh, um, oh, oh, right. Was that bananas? That was bananas. Yeah. yeah. Was so there's bananas. a dude who like won uh, America's Got. I don't. He's very know, funny. Though. I don't know if he even won America's Got Talent. But he didn't he, win it. He um, it's close. He did really well on it, and his but his whole act was about being on America's Got Talent at that point. Like I think he might have been yeah. better before that. And then suddenly well, it became about being on that show. So what was cool about that was, and this was before I started headlining, and it kind of gives you, yeah. like, you, there's there's a weird, like, you have to kind of decide when you're going to move up in the business, and you have to tell yourself, like, okay, this is it. No one's going to do it for you. No one's going to yeah. be like, hey, you want more money and yeah, more time? Yeah. And it's, it's not going to happen. But I was, I was opening for this dude, and um, he wasn't a headliner yet. But he was on TV, and he got mm. pushed he had the into, he, yeah, he could get in the headline. And then it was great. For like the first like 25, 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. And then it just started. To oh, drip. yeah. And it, he knew it. It wasn't And he was working it out. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. sustainable. But then at the end of the fucking night, this is my favorite thing. So like he, you know, he started to drift off and he was super, he's such a likable dude and he is yeah. very funny. And uh, so at the end, like, he was kind of apologizing and still trying out new jokes and trying to do his time. Yeah, so he yeah. did it. He made it to 45 mark. And people were losing it or whatever. And then they were coming up to me afterward and like, that was great, like taking pictures, or whatever. There was still a fucking line to get pictures and autographs with this dude. And I was like, I want to be that... Me I could be that mediocre and be fine with it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I was like, yeah. and that's just great. But that's obviously not the goal to be not. You know, and it yeah. wasn't his either, but I just was like, that's where I want to be. Yeah. So, uh, eating a dick on stage at the last, <laughs> at the last 20 the minutes of my yeah, yeah, and then yeah, getting... Yeah. People still like, no, but we want our picture with him because he's on TV. Ooh. I've always yeah. been scared. One of the things, like, uh, that I've always been aware of or, like... Just something that I know is a possibility is kind of what you're saying. But, like, when people actually start coming out to see you. Because yeah. what I do oh, yeah. is, like, I play about 20 shows a month. But they're just regular gigs. Like, yeah. I show up at a place. Maybe a couple people, friends come out and watch. But, right. like... People aren't fucking lining up at the door to come fucking. Right, they're see not coming me. specifically for you. They're coming for the event exactly. most of the time. Right, it's got to be different for a musician, though. You know what I mean? They're not expecting anything. Like they want you to sing your songs, the songs that they like, and then is do you feel pressure to do new stuff? Oh, absolutely! Wow, yeah. absolutely. Well, I mean, you can't. I mean, like, uh, I try to learn 
two new songs a week. I try to toss oh, some wow. stars and originals and that's things good. like that. That's cool. That's impressive. I don't ever want it to be the same show, and that's something yeah. that right. like, I kind of yeah, you want to mix it decided up. Decided a long time ago was like I don't go up with a set list. But now do they get yeah. mad? Because again, like if you don't do the same, because there's nobody that's for comedy. You know, if you're doing the same hour you did the year before, and people are, like you're at the level where people are coming out to see you, mm-hmm. they're not gonna want to see you again. Well, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. So you gotta be musicians, you gotta be like you gotta be refreshing constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had this. I think we actually had this conversation on the podcast a while ago. I'm not sure who it was but that is something that's interesting about comedy versus music is that right. when people go out to see Billy Joel perform yeah they want to hear him do New York Minute fucking yeah Piano yeah. Man Only the Good Die Young like yeah. the fucking classics like yeah. people that's and if like, he tries but, playing his new album everyone's gonna be pissed yeah. yeah but like with comedy it's the complete reverse because with music it like I think it was Ivan we were talking about this with probably yeah. shouts yeah. out Ivan Martin but like music kind of captures a moment in time like yeah. what's the first when you when you put yeah. on a movie wh- and they're trying to set a, a like a set a time oh it's the scene. music it's oh, the yeah. music you want to make something good based movie, in the 80s it's always the music you put that the hits music me. in yeah. the 80s yeah. like that's the ultimate way to capture something I'm convinced Guardians of the Galaxy reached that middle age like the boomer and like a little yeah. bit old because they incorporated music from their generation into sure. it so it made it palatable Mm-hmm. But also, it was kind of like a fresh because, like, every fucking movie would use like the same well, like yeah, promo yeah. trailer, like soundtrack. They, they use all the same songs. Suicide Squad, when they oh, introduce yeah. all yeah. the characters, they, they blast kinda, through the music, but they don't they don't give it any time. It's yeah. just like let's throw it in as a nostalgia like, oh, fest. That right. for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, let's just do that. Had no yeah, thought exactly. to it. Oh, we know other fucking songs that it worked for this <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's it's totally weird when they do that kind of crap. Now, how long have you been headlining? Uh, I've been headlining for almost a year and a half now. Okay, how long have you been doing comedy? Thirteen years. Okay, wow. Yeah, so it's a long. I could have been headlining a little earlier, but I'm lazy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think if you would uh, jump to, I, I no, I think if you had not had uh, day job stuff earlier, right? I yeah. think I think that's one of the tougher things is figuring out when you're ready to do it as like a career. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that kind of like you you kind of have to go into this full on mode and be ready to jettison whatever the other jobs that you have are like yeah. don't I'm not saying don't take other jobs but yeah. like take do what you need to make sure you pay for shit but make sure were you're you worrying least, about it's a career at that point yeah were you at least like doing something kind of adjacent to comedy in no. like this later no okay I wish I was man yeah. I was working at I worked dude I I had so many jobs. Um, while I was when I first started doing stand up, I was working at a bank, mm-hmm. and that was full time. And then yeah. I quit there, and I started working part time. Uh, fucking, I think at a beach, yeah. and then um, at a library, and I would, yeah, and then wow. I just had part time jobs after that. But those are decent jobs for comedy because you oh, yeah, always yeah. have your nights open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beach was great for it. The library is pretty good for it too. It's weird though. Like I found you know working uh, with people like especially at the library, like they would, they considered this like my free time. So like even though I was working at, on during my time like at a as a career or whatever like mm-hmm. if I took a Saturday off to go fucking do stand up they get pissed and I got written like they like any day job yeah, I've had there's it was a level so weird of how jealousy they, they thought like the the library should be the most important thing yeah. in your life yeah. yeah man it's just I find this doesn't matter to you you don't yeah. want to grow up to be a librarian right what yeah. the yeah. fuck did they <laughs> yeah people love their fucking nine to five shit yeah, man and they despise kinda you kind of trying to do your own like my friend recently just wanted like there's a there's I didn't know this but if you're a teacher. At a high school, there's um, uh, you can get uh, time, like about a year to do whatever you want to do. Hmm. Um, no pay, but they hold your job. But it has know. to be approved. So he's this art teacher, and he wants to actually do something with his talent. 
and he wanted to go Greg Johnson. He wanted oh, to go right. and you know he wanted to go and do illustration or whatever it is, and he's a great, great artist. Yeah. And the fucking school denied him. Imagine that. Imagine like being able to give somebody the time to go pursue their dream. And then you just go, yeah, no, we want you here. There is a certain amount, because I've had several jobs like that. I've worked um, mostly restaurants. Just yeah. like I worked at the Cheesecake Factory for a bit and Melting yeah. Pots. Don't brag. Seasons. Yeah, yeah, I'm really <laughs> name dropping like right waiter- now. Cheesecake Factory. I feel like waitering <laughs> is like the standard like, it is a standard, show, yeah, show, show job. It's the one thing I never did. Cause it's, you never waited tables? I should have, but I never did, man. It, it, as no a restaurant, comedian, no like, food like running that's or anything. Yeah. No, I worked at a concession stand. Oh, that yeah. was the only thing I ever did with food. If you're doing that shit, like that's, you got a good... Good mm-hmm. income for and it, and especially if you're like a bartender or something, the personality right. does come. Yeah. You, you can you can actually in you a way get more, and you meet a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing. Especially if you're bartending in an area where it's like a lot of people are coming through, like in a tourist, you can you really really I do remember, some stuff. You know, it's crazy. I remember one time applying for a uh, to be a waiter at this one place, and I went through the whole fucking interview thing, and it was a uh, it was in town or whatever. It was the like office lounge, oh. <laughs> and uh, I get done with it, and the guy's like, "All right." He's like, well, we'll just give you the four exams. And then I went, exams? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, you have to pass these four. And it was basically like like a memorization of all this other crap. And I just walked out, and I was like, I'm not... Like, are you out of your fucking mind? This is a bullshit job. Like, you're telling me that fucking cul-de-sac Karen waiting tables in the corner passed mm. four exams? She's like 48. <laughs> it's bullshit. She's not doing that crap. That's how, not what, to despair. What restaurant like, was this? It was, a, it, was a, it was a local place in town. It's called oh, the local, Office Lounge. Local place. Yeah. Yeah. That's ballsy. Because Cheesecake right? Factory, you had to take a 272 question, two exams, not four, but two. One was on the no. procedures, and one was a 272 question exam on like memorization of the menu items. Jesus. Which uh, anybody who's been in the, the menu is humongous. The entire yeah. fucking menu. That's yeah, a fucking yeah. that they give you. Yeah. But the fucking balls they have. These and then, jobs that yeah. aren't even like. Yeah. They, they think We're not going to pay be, you shit, yeah. but. Yeah, and the, the thing turnovers is, know our like rules. crazy on all those employees. I anyway. worked at a Starbucks for about a week and a half, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember we had to have this crazy training session. They popped in a video, and they were like, "Oh, was it the You're... diversity training after the?" No, <laughs> was it? Oh my god! Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, and this weird thing where they were like, "What do you do when a black guy comes into the store? Serve him." Uh, <laughs> wrong. Wait on it. Wrong. No, you yeah. call the cops. Call nine one one. Uh, no, they were like, but they put in this training video and the guy in the beginning of the video was like, so your career here at Starbucks. And I was like, oh, oh, career. Like, and they really did <laughs> oh, believe they though. They the word career in their training they video. 100, in their manual, they 100% believed wow. that you could make your, they wanted you to stay. They talked about benefits How packaging. How much they hate their employees? Right? Like <laughs> yeah, oh, God. It was crazy. fucking bullshit. And you don't even get minimum wage there. You get, no. you get like tipped out. So it's like almost like a restaurant job. But like nothing oh, is Jesus. a starting or a stepping stone anymore in this. Like every fucking restaurant's an A, a well, restaurant, saw, number one. Every, you know, even like, even in comedy though, too, man, there's some rooms that you want to go and do, like, you know, you want to go and work out material and go to fucking bomb in or whatever it is. And then like people will be like, what are you doing with a notebook on stage? And I'm like, this is a bar and it's five. PM. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm gonna do, yeah. but they want you to. Fu- everyone, every room is the best. Every fucking owner of a club thinks they're like, you know, working the improv back in uh, the fucking seventies. Yeah. You know, it's insanity. And it's like, God, can't you just fucking acknowledge who you are and where you are? I do. I think mm-hmm. what happens is, I think it's, I think it's, uh, and I noticed this from mainly when I was at the Cheesecake Factory, and I was working at the Cheesecake Factory in Columbia, in the Columbia oh, Mall, right, right by your yeah. way. I, I wound up at the Towson one, but I started the one in Columbia. And um, 
Towson was a lot different because uh, Towson's more of a college town, yeah. right? Um, and so there's a lot more. There was a lot more people. Like I was like 22, 23 at the time. So there's a lot more people my age. When I was working the one in Columbia, there was a lot of people that were like that was their career, like being a server at the Cheesecake Factory. Don't yeah. Get me wrong. yeah, there was good money there. I mean, they, you oh could, yeah, you could you could have right, a right. place and do things. You know, you're making decent money. Yeah, yeah. you're saying like the the managers or oh yeah, man, GMs like make BMWs. six figures. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, I know a lot of these places they do. Um, but you're so you're on a fucking you're on a I mean you're you're replaceable. I, yeah. I I remember coming in and I I asked just curious out of curiosity once I was pissed off at something the management did and I was just talking to one of my friends Desmond and I was like yo what would happen if like the entire staff just went on strike and we just didn't come in one day he was like dog they have a corporate location in every region that if a staff does that they have twenty five servers they can send to any location and yeah. that restaurant yeah they're ready for fucking they know shit. that shit goes they're, on they're, they're planned for that that stuff they won't give in yeah. on that at all exactly yeah. but the thing is the people that were there like in their thirties forties yeah they were very uh contemptful I think in a way of that the younger kids go in there with this idea that like well this is just what I'm doing to make money like yeah, I want to play I, music I, see that too. I want to do comedy and they're sitting there like who the fuck do you think you are right. thinking that right. you're going to come into my job like they didn't The I trained with this chick Melanie or something like that um, and she uh, on a server follow where I had to serve a couple tables and she like followed me around to see if I did it right to pass the exam she fucking failed me the first time and I remember being like you're about to not let me have this job when you know full well that like I'm doing like everything anybody else in here is doing, but they didn't like they didn't like the fact that I was in there just like yeah like this isn't what I want to do. Yeah, right. they Pardon don't me. want that. Like yeah. it, it's it's crazy. You can be completely honest when you go into these jobs and just be like, listen, this is just a paycheck, and they almost resent you for it yeah. because they had it. But I don't understand. Like it doesn't affect you if you're gonna no, fucking yeah. stay in this place. Just as good well, as a job. Yeah, no exactly. Am I doing the job that you want me to do? Then shut the fuck up. Well, they they, they there's a certain like it, okay. Okay, so like, like a weird loyalty thing. Like. It is. Well, it's a weird loyalty thing, and then I also kind of realize these people. It is. It is at a certain point all they have. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they identify by that job, and if they see somebody yeah. breezing through it, exactly. Yeah. God forbid they question their the, own life choices. Yeah, you're shitting yeah. on their identity. Yeah. You're yeah. Shitting on yeah. My dad used to say, if somebody's afraid to show you how to do something, it's because they're scared that you might do it better. Right. right. Like the concept yeah. of like a magician trick or something. The number one being a magician is you don't tell them how you do the trick. Right. Right. Because once you tell somebody how you do the trick, it's, then it's, anybody yeah. can do it, and it comes. Well, not necessarily anybody can do it because magicians right, like. But, but like you know the easier stuff like card tricks and yeah. shit. Oh, not yeah. like I mean magicians are amazing artists too. But the like, library was like that. Believe it or not, I mean you think I, I picked working in a library because one I you know I used to work in a bookstore when I was in high school. Blah blah blah. But like I figured it was quiet. It was going to be peaceful. There was so much bitterness and resentment with these yeah. older women that worked there. Some of them are great, but mm-hmm. some of them were just born to just crush the happiness right out of you. Well, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like some of them are in a spot that's a career because it's like there is a profession for librarians. Yeah. But the job that you're right. doing is an entry level one. Well, yeah, it's meant for like kids who are in college. They are these women already had successful businesses on their own, or they, or their husbands ran their lives yeah. basically, and yeah. then they got to finally work for a little bit. And we had the librarians that worked upstairs, and they looked down on the people who worked in circulation. It's this right. weird hierarchy there, man. It was always like it was like circulation, the librarians that were upstairs, and then whatever the fuck the top woman did at that place, and it was brutal. So it was like, it was just this constant, like, everybody fucking somebody else on the lower end of the totem pole. But then at the same time, circulation department would all fuck everybody else over there, too. And I'm like, there's no unity here. Like, don't you understand that, like, like, (laughs) you know, we're all going to die someday. So let's just, like, you know, get along at the fucking five hours we have to work with each other. Yeah. 
I, I do think it comes down to they, the people need some sense of worth and value, and I think a lot of people derive their value from where they are in relationship. Like, if you're a server, you get, you're you sitting there like, well, at least I'm not a fucking busboy. Yeah, right? If you're a busboy, you're like, well, at least I'm not a fucking dishwasher. And yet you're earning, like, you know? what, what's the difference? Like a buck fifty. Dishwasher's like, you just fucking love you're it. You're on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> we had people <laughs> who were like, I'm not back in my country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, exactly. I know, right? Exactly. Like, that's how it literally yeah. goes. Yeah. And so, like, those club owners that are working the fucking, like, show, like, to them, that's the thing that's tough because, like, if I go to a shitty bar, yeah, and like, I, okay, so I'll play, I'll play, and it's tough sometimes. I'll play, I played at this place called, I'm not gonna say any name, <laughs> but I played at a place. I know, I always do the um, same thing too. Over I'm like, in oh. like Eastern Baltimore, kind of, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Baltimore. Yeah. Canton is a nice, oh, yeah. like very kind of preppy, yuppie, very professional, young yeah. professional town. It's very hip. Um, but I was on the outskirts of Canton, like almost in like Dundalk. It was like right before, like, right. And uh, I'm playing at this like, dive bar mm-hmm. and i go show up to play a six to nine shift and the owner is like oh you didn't bring any you didn't bring any people oh jesus and i'm sitting there like i was what? like no nah, i mean first of all i live in towson so like it's tough for me to get people to come out but also yeah. in my mind i'm like thinking dude who the f- why if i'm gonna bring people to come out and see me play why the fuck would i bring them exactly here? and <laughs> oh, also <yeah. laughs> also promote your right. fucking shows yeah. exactly like, that's right. it like it's not our responsibility like, we're not you know you're not fucking van halen i'm a seinfeld like yeah. promote right like i always have people that do that kind it's of supposed shit. to be yeah. a mutual thing like we're yeah. helping each other I'll i'm providing it. i'm providing talent and yeah yeah, you're the I'm place here to that's supposed to get clientele. attention. That's the thing you have to keep in mind, though. For as, for as, like, I mean, as small minded as these club owners are, whether you're doing music, whether you're doing stand up and stuff like that, is that you're the commodity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. you're the one that they need. And as much as they're going to want to fucking make you think you're not, they don't have anything if they don't have you. They didn't build that fucking building. You know what I mean? They pay yeah. rent there. Yeah. So they're not even they're not even that they're all they do is they kind of run a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they and, and their whole life is trying to stay afloat. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that I've had I've had issues with that kind of shit before too. I did a comedy club. I headlined it in um uh, Pennsylvania somewhere, not to brag. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Scranton. Uh, <laughs> but I did this room recently, and I brought... And, and anytime I get to... Like, I, like, I'll bring Ryan places or whatever, but, like, I remember being the young comic, and I remember uh, guys taking me out. And I didn't... You know, I was I was just starting out, but I got... I, I met nice people, and they got to take me out on the road. So every time I do it now... So I got this one friend of mine who runs uh, a really great local open mic in Asbury Park, and... Got her a first emceeing job at this club. So I'm like, yeah, you can come with me. You can emcee. She does okay the first night, you know, but it was the audience kind of sucks Friday night in this club in Bristol or whatever. It was Jesse, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and she did, she did, she did well, but the audience was rough. And I expected that. So, with the other guy, we, me and the other guy go up. It was great. We had a good time. Uh, Next night comes around. She does better. And she does, she really was into it. She was more herself. She was nervous. Mm -hmm. So, just making her feel okay. And the owner calls me aside and he's like, I almost pulled her off the stage. And I was like, why? Like, I knew, I've known this guy for a few years. He's always been kind of a weirdo, but I always kind of left him alone. So then I'm like, why? What's the problem? And he goes, uh, she got on stage and she told the audience that uh, they could say whatever they wanted to her. And I was like, and? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't understand. And he goes, uh, and he goes, that's the dumbest fucking thing. And he's like, now, th-, he goes, now you're going to have our time. And I said, no, no, no. I said, if an MC is giving me trouble on stage, then I shouldn't be headlining. If yeah. by the time I get on stage, I can't follow the act from whatever happened that she was on for five minutes from two acts before, fucking fire me. Yeah. So I was like, it's not going to give me a hard time. I said, I like talking to the audience anyway. And I said, she's 
look at I, I could, we were here we could hear the laughter. So I was like she's doing and also fine. It's like I brought her along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And I was like most of this to happen. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like so she's not and, doing and a and random go, new bit that yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen. Exactly. And I go uh Talking and I said, audience. well, you know, I said, she's only been doing it for about a year and a half. I said, she's still learning, you know, whatever the deal is. I said, I'll talk to her after the show. He goes, I, he goes, I don't even want, he goes, I'll fucking talk to her. And he goes, I'm literally, he goes, I'm never booking her again. I said, that's fine. I go, it's your club. You do what you got to do. He goes, that's nothing to do with my, being my club. And he goes, I just know she was going to be fucking stupid. And I said, okay, look, we're done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And I was like, whatever. And then he brought up some other friend of mine, Jason Pollock, the guy who used to run Rascals oh, yeah. or whatever. And he books us at another theater. And he fucking told me what he did to him, almost basically the same thing. Jeez. In front of these other comics, who's a headliner, who's a friend. You know Julia Scotty from America's Got Talent? Mm -hmm. So he did it in front of her, and she fucking said something to him, and he didn't give a shit. So this guy is, is in, if you put, if you had a map of the United States, and you put a pin in where this place is in Pennsylvania, that says, oh, I was like, that's the only place you fucking run. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And that was it. So, uh, well, so it's he like goes. It's like a weird posturing thing. To it like, is. I feel like he's trying to like buddy up next to you to be like, hey, this broad sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, I, I gave a broad a chance, and this yeah. is what I get. Yeah. And I was like, what is your problem? So we go back I was inside. Already reluctant. Yeah. So we go back inside, and one of the dudes in the audience, one, starts saying, like, just, but not even heckling. He was just like answering something or whatever. And he goes, see? And he goes, I'm getting her her money, and I'm telling her to get the fuck out of here. I said, or, I said, think about oh, how many ass. Give me my ride home. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> I said, or, I said, look, I said, you have one of two things you can do in this situation. I said, you could. I said, you know how many assholes there are in this business, right? And he's like, yeah. And I said, how about you not be one? <laughs> Yeah. And I go, how about you make this a teaching moment for her? When she gets off stage, you fucking tell her what you didn't like. I said, you could have her leaving here feeling like absolute shit about her first experience at a real comedy club. It's not a real comedy club. Uh, <laughs> it's a comedy club. I like how again. you're also comforting him. You're trying to, you're doing to him what you want him to do to her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just Big moment about it. Her. Yeah, exactly. So, I had to like, like you should. I, I should have told you you were a huge piece of shit the moment you walked yeah, in here. I almost thought about. Like, I was like, you know what? I don't. I do need them. But I was like, I don't need. Them. I just walk out. I almost if he was gonna do that to her, I would have walked. Yeah. So it was. So I, I tell him that, and he laughs. He doesn't say anything when she gets on stage. I talk to her, and I'm like, yes, him to death. Uh, he's gonna say some shit to you, yada yada yada. I'm like, you know, when you went on, you know, they don't like it when you MC at some places when you do that kind of shit, yada. She's fine. She's fucking fine. With it. She's having a blast, by the way, which is no. all I cared about. Yeah. I just wanted her first time to be a fucking good time. So then I leave because this girl came to see me. Uh, and we uh, hey. got a hotel, and I was like, I don't have time to waste. Uh, I got my money. Get the fuck out of there. So we go and hang out, and then she's texting me, and she goes, It's a half hour later. She goes, I'm still here. They're still talking to me. She goes, I've had him talk to me. The middle act talked to me. Giving her lectures? And the waitress. Yes. I was like, the, the waitress? waitress? The waitress? Thank you. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who gives a comedian a lecture? A I so I was like, I was like, look, I'm like, this is I said, this is your first lesson. You should just have an office job at that point. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's the fucking <laughs> so I was what like, are you this escaping is, anymore. Yeah. I was like, this is your first lesson of an example of people who have zero power and now they have the opportunity to tell their wisdom. Yeah. But this is what I love. So oh she tells me she tells God. me the next day that the middle like started to chime like, in. And I was like, enough, the she was like, I thought we were getting advice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I thought we were all getting along. I was like, don't let the. Mi I'm trying to like. I'm like, don't let the middle give you shit. Because <laughs> I, I was also like, like you're the headliner, right? Yeah, I've been yeah, playing yeah. happy hour here for years, buddy. Take a listen. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, but I was, I was like, think, I was like, I stuff that I didn't even realize I knew until I had to tell her, and I was like, the middle is, is no hard feeling. It's not personal. He wants to headline, so he's gonna suck this guy's dick in front yeah. of you because he was like, oh yeah, I really had to work. You know, nobody had to work for shit. The audience is great. We had a blast. <laughs> oh my god. So she Those was like, that was so worst. weird. Those are the worst type of fucking people. They oh, are. Yeah. But they're 
everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And then and that but it makes the good ones like there are clubs that I don't even care. Well, like that's if what I makes went up the good ones it, become headliners. Yeah. yeah. Like But that's what they know it's a crazy thing too is like I'll go to clubs sometimes and like, yeah, you know, Kevin James started here and now he doesn't come back anymore. Did you treat him like shit? You <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> did you tell him that he was wrong for doing a stupid yeah. thing with the audience? Exactly. That took two seconds. Yeah, I'm like, did you fucking give him food and make him feel welcome, <laughs> you pricks? That is kind of going back to what you said before, that is a really strange thing that you kind of have to learn as you go uh, in any business. I I assume is like learning your value. Yeah. Like, because this, this happens once an episode. Don't worry. Oh, it's a big ghost. Idea. Perfect. Ghost? Yeah, I think that's when we get wiretapped. Like every <laughs> once an episode, like oh, right. somebody just chimes in. Somebody now. mentioned Russia. Did we mention <laughs> Russia at all? Like, <laughs> yeah. We are currently influencing next like <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but like when you first go into a club, it's like it was weird for me because like. Uh, like if I'm trying to book a show yeah. and I give them a price, yeah. you, in order to negotiate, you have to have some type of benchmark of like what value am I yeah. bringing your business? Yeah. Or else they can literally just say like, no, fuck it, dude. We'll give you 70 bucks. You're playing yeah. guitar. Yeah. But it's like at a certain point, if you don't have a concept of like what you're actually doing for their business, like, okay, you got to think of it in terms of like if I, if I play a song, yeah. If I play a song somebody likes, they might get another fucking round. Yeah. You know, for the boys. And that, that's that's 50 bucks right the fuck there. I, also, you'll find out that people don't like, like, I think, I don't know, you can probably agree with me too. It's like, the, I, you realize that these people don't even really like entertainment that much. Oh, no, they don't get, they, they just, don't. they see it as a way to make money. Yeah. And they're annoyed that yeah. they have to put up with yeah. you. I appreciate, like, when I walk into a club and there's a, they, they they've got bands that play there and they've mm -hmm. got comedians and I just, the dudes chill. I'm like, this guy just likes to have. To yeah. watch. Like he likes yeah. watching it too. Yeah, yeah. He and there's places part of like the those, that's gonna that's always gonna be a better club, right? I, I, and there's the ones that I would do anything for. Yeah, mm -hmm. like I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll work with you on the, whatever. The other ones, they're like, they're annoyed they have to pay you at all. Yep. Yeah, they think you're a fucking well. You're, they think you're a chunk of coal, cool beans that they should just be ripping out of the ground and yeah. not have to do any extra. That's a good analogy. Yeah, like damn, like, you're not a person. No, it's not West Virginia, baby. There was a fucking place in um in our hometown when I was when I was still I was thinking I was doing like maybe like eight years at this point or something like that and we decided to do they were hosting bands there and they would never fucking pay these bands it was mm -hmm. but they would you know bring people in for exposure yeah exactly yeah. in yeah. Tom's River we'll play for so it's, it's a restaurant <laughs> called Cool that's Beans that's probably the worst of it is all these like small town shows yeah. treating you like shit like, small town owners like the they worst. have any influence on anything yeah, yeah, that's yeah. gonna help your career in no. any way so well, you know Tom might come in today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his river. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So this this little club or whatever, this guy. So we were like, hey, how about Wednesday nights? Like, are you do anything? Do you mind if we like run a stand up show there? And he was like, no, 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 go ahead, whatever. And I was like, we're we're gonna charge. Uh, and then his deal was, we got the side room, right? And then they got food and drink. And it was already an expensive place. Like they had like it was like a gourmet cafe shit or whatever, right? But it was popular because it was by the movie theaters. Yeah. So anyway. So this is what happens. So I go in there and I was like, well, no problem. I said, how about the first few shows, we uh, will split it. So the door for the thing. And that way you guys get it for giving us the room and then we'll get the money. And then as soon as we prove we can bring people in, we'll get the money and then you guys get food and drink. And he's like, perfect. So we do like five of these and every fucking time it's packed. And Wednesday nights, they're dead. The only yeah. reason why there's people in there, because we had it separated so that there was our room and then the regular restaurant if nobody wanted to watch comedy. So there'd be like three people in that restaurant and our room would be packed. So, and it would be like five, six comics on at a time. So the, like, by like the fifth, sixth show or whatever, I was kind of tired of not having these comics coming in who were promoting the show and doing their material, not getting paid the full amount. So at one point I was like, all right, that's it. We're done. And I gave them, we made like 500 bucks 
and I, they all got paid, and you know, we, uh, uh, me and the girl who were booking the show got paid, and that was it. He flipped the fuck out, like, who are you to take that kind of money? You know, where's my? And I was like, dude, you made. I said you made like a shit ton of money on food and drink. I said this is the deal. Like, as soon as we proved to you that we could bring in people, and you were getting your food and drink, there's nobody coming in on Wednesday. Fucking was demanded the money, and I was like, I said, look, let's do it this way. Show me the receipts from the room that your waiters took in and whatever they made and whatever you lost, I'll give you the money back. He fucking, which I think is reasonable. And he fucking yeah. lost his shit. Jesus He's Christ. like, you don't need to know what Nobody I Nobody who's a business person cares about reasonable money. No, I know. No, the only no. way you become a business person is if you take every fucking penny you can, whether deserved or not, yeah. and act like it's deserved. Yep. Yeah. It's the only way. That's why you don't, you're not he a He didn't want me to man. see how much he, he made, You want to do something that's interesting. Yeah, he didn't want to give you any leverage. Yeah. yeah. More. Food, it was, and literally, people yeah. ordered food, dessert, Even and acknowledging then that just meant that later on he might have to pay you more. Yeah. I he would had, he couldn't do it. I would rephrase. I would yeah. say the only way you become like a tycoon. Okay, ah, that's fair, fair. Yeah. You know what? There's plenty oh, of good yeah. business. That's that's fair. Yeah, because I, 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 I mean, that's all too broad, too broad. I mean, like I know you have a manager, Bill. He's been back yeah. and forth with us and things like that. I would, I would love yeah. to have that as well. Somebody, I mean, does he book your stuff for yeah. you? I, cool. There's there's, I, there's relationships I've had since I've started. We he and I work he and I work really really well together. He books a lot of what I do now, like all the new stuff, like podcasts and handles mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And then there's relationships that I've had, but we communicate all the time. Yeah. So you just have to have an understanding. Like like for me, like I I do a lot of my own booking. I also have an agency and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I did it for years. It really yeah. comes down to like for me, I really value like fairness. Even yeah. if it winds up screwing yeah. me in the end, ditto. I, I, the one thing that keeps me, up, I, I don't like when I feel like either I got the short end of the stick, or even like if I feel like I like got, you got the extra end of the stick. Yeah. yeah, it like still like makes me feel like, oh man, like I doesn't sit right with right. me. Right, right. So like, but like, I do, and I have put my foot down in situations like you were talking about. Like, yeah, if I feel like you're trying to screw me, bingo. Yeah. Then yeah, I, I'm willing to cancel that relationship yeah. i'm willing to not work for you anymore right if i feel like because why would i want to yeah, yeah. because well, if you're gonna screw me recently, this recently right well i knew yeah. as soon as we had that conversation i knew it was the last time we were going back there so then i put my foot like that's why i was just right like, yeah, I'll at make that point you have nothing to lose you might as well not yeah might as well get paid that night well because i knew he didn't even think we should we did like as soon as i found out he didn't think we deserved that money at all like that he there was never going to be a situation where he thought you deserved that money. right yeah. so i was like oh we're done Never yeah. thought it. But the same, I know what you mean. Like, I'm there's a new place that I'm working with locally, and these kids I've known since they were yeah. before they got drank. And when I was talking about, what I mean is the, oh. the, the differences we were talking about yeah. between I know people what you meant. Who, yeah, yeah. who care about it being a moneymaker versus mm -hmm. people who like who run a club because they like having entertainment there. Right. And they want it to be a good club. So exactly. they do, they do, they plan it like smart. where are your priorities? Yeah. yeah are you running a club because you want to run a club? And like, those are the places like you were saying, yeah. I want to, I love playing those places. You want like, to, the owner's yeah. fucking sitting there, Yo, you fucking sound great, dude. Like, it, fucking loving it. It's the same as like a band that I like. If, if I see a band into the music they're playing, a thousand times better. Yeah. Even if they're yeah. not good. I'll still like it way more than I would a band that's just mm -hmm. playing. People aren't interested in making like things good. I feel like all the time, like like good for like like this. Little, there's a there's a my friends just bought a new theater. It's like an they're called Exit Eighty Two Theater Company. They've been doing it for ten years, but I've known them since they were kids, you know, in high school or whatever. Like they're like a couple years before you know after me or whatever. But they're great, and they started this thing, and they they got they gutted this whole room on top of this restaurant in the downtown area. They made a nice, beautiful little theater mm -hmm. space, and it's awesome. And they asked me when I'm in town if I wanted to run stand the stand up Emmy. I was like, absolutely. And then we started talking about money, and I was like, let's get it going. I don't want anything. 
I just want to make sure that the acts that I book there get paid. And then they were like, that's so awesome. And I was like, yeah, I want it to be good first. I wanted to make some yeah. kind of well, that, reason. And, and that's, uh, in, in business stuff, that's what yeah. you have to do. You Like, when anybody who opens a restaurant knows you're not making money for, like, the right. first two years, right? Like, yeah, exactly. You, if you want a thing to, to work out, you got to build and, it. You got to worry about making it a thing that's worth having around yeah. at all. And also, what it, it's not like this extra hundred bucks is going to make or break me. Yeah. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, I'm like oh man, I could, yeah, like, yeah, you know, I was really what, looking forward to that. I would rather ruin, yeah, yeah exactly. I would rather ruin a, a good opportunity and a good chance for something to be awesome yeah. for fucking hundred, like that, but I feel yeah. the same way you do about it. I get weird about, I hate mm-hmm. mon- talking money and shit. Yeah, I don't. Because if we were set, we'd do this for free well, either way. Because I imagine yeah, yeah, we're not like, salesmen. You, you yeah. like you like playing music, right? Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the main reasons I imagine you do that. Yeah. But it's not just for the money. Yeah. Not that you but don't at the same want. Time, you want to get paid. You want to yeah, get paid. You, for at your the talent. same time, it's like if you're gonna be a professional comic yeah, or a professional, you gotta get paid. You need to be paid. Yeah. And you can't let people take advantage of of the fact that you also enjoy. Because okay, yeah. let me put it this way. You're never going to get somebody to come in and serve tables for you for 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 free. You know, right. oh, for the exposure. Loves making drinks. No, other restaurants will <laughs> so hire you after they see they, how yeah. great of a waiter you are. They understand. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we'll let you work, work a couple shifts. We're going to take your tips. We'll see how you are. We'll get you exposure. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Other yeah, bartenders are going to be. They're going to see you. They're going to be like, buddy manages a cheesecake yeah. factory down the road. I told him to come <laughs> in. I told if he if he likes what he sees. Once they see you CEOing behind that desk, maybe five or six Friday nights, you do a couple doubles for me. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, but like, but what they. What they the, the way they take advantage of artists is because they understand that you actually like what you do. Yeah, you're yeah. passionate about what you do, oh, and yeah. so they will take it. Dude, my first gig ever, I came in, played a show at a place called Towson, uh, a place called Towson. for a bar. Yeah, place called Towson. It was at that time called French Press, and I, and no no shade to French Press. They're now called Bread and Circuses. Shade to Bread and Circuses. Just kidding. They're good too. They're all good. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna burn but, uh, one of those I was down a kid. I just, sure. <laughs> I just wanted to play there. Yeah. And my first gig, I just I brought like thirty people. Packed it the fuck packed out. It out. My, none of, I was 19 at the time. None of my friends could drink. Yeah. They made the mistake of carding. That was their problem. They wanted to make money. They should just fucking serve. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, guys, know, this is kind of on you. Yep. It's kind of on you because they would have drank. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> my friends and I were all in Philly one night because I was doing a show there too, but then everybody was like coming into town and one of my friends brought her sister and she was there and we got to drink in the place that I performed in. The mm-hmm. bartenders were fucking awesome. They knew, but they were fine. She was like 20, 19, 20 years old or whatever. It's not that big of a deal. So they were, we were having a blast. No one gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. So we go into this other bar and they're there and there was a bunch of us. I mean, like there were like 10 of us or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this bar was empty and they fucking zeroed in and they were like, she doesn't get to drink. And at first we were like, fine, you know, whatever. And we were ordering drinks. And then she wasn't allowed, for some reason, they weren't, she wasn't allowed near the alcohol. So she wasn't allowed to sit with us by <laughs> the bar. They exiled her. Yeah. And I got into a huge, yeah. And I got into a huge argument with the bartender. And then we all, we, none of us paid. I was like, I just got pissed. And I was like, we're walking out. <laughs> and I, like nobody I like, paid for shit. I like that we, you like organized a strike. Yeah. Customers <laughs> at a bar. I just, I didn't want to, I was like, I'm not doing this. Hey, you like, you, I, I you said to her, rent. by the way, you have no one in this bar right now. You just lost fucking 10 drinking customers. Cause you're a fucking busy shit, dude. That's it's just crazy. don't be dicks. No, I made I made ten bucks what? on that gig. Ten I bucks. Know. Oh, that's. Sucks. But it's oh. it was fine. I was yeah. nineteen I, or eighteen. I might have been eighteen at the time. And they were just like, yeah, dude, you brought a bunch of people, but nobody bought anything. So we were gonna give you a cut of the money. We uh, made. I was like, okay. okay, cool. But like as you as you progress further, yeah. it just becomes like a, I don't know. 
I don't know. But that's that. I didn't give a shit at the time because yeah. I was eighteen. I wanted to play. You just excited to do a show. Yeah. I brought and thirty they, people to their bar. They exploit the fuck out of that. That's why. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's the biggest thing. Is like, and the other thing is, you have to deal with people who are willing to take those cutthroat deals because they have other stuff that can support them. They don't mm-hmm. need the money. Yeah. Like anybody who's like got like some some good parents yeah, yeah. and no. can do comedy without having to worry about mm-hmm. any of that stuff at all. They're much more likely to take those. Yeah, like, the worst thing is a like, rich oh, I'll do it for free just yeah. so I can get yeah. 10, 15 more minutes. Yeah, or right? another. There's this one guy. Yeah. I remember we were we knew him. Uh, I don't know what he's doing now, but it was the same thing. Where all of a sudden he'd, he'd be everywhere. I mean, like like take a flight to a place to do a gig, Jeez. and we'd be like, how the fuck did he get into this club? And then we realized, oh my god, his parents are loaded. He's like 19. He's just flying wherever the fuck they need him to em- like volunteer comedians. Yeah, just guest spotting and like yeah. and but but it was one of those things where the people were like, "Oh, guy's all over the place." I'm like, "Yeah, cuz he's got the money to do it." Yeah. Comedians without borders. Yeah. Without That's what the saying you got to have money to make money kind of yeah. comes into play. Sure. Because the like more when, you, yeah. the more gigs you get as a comedian or anything, the more than you can actually as your price kind of establishes itself based off of yeah. what you could be made. That, that was yeah. a big lesson I learned. Like about John can ask for money, I can barely ask for anything, right? But I can get like a sandwich. It all comes <laughs> off of what you could be making. Yeah. So like, if you yeah. go to a club and you say, you say, "Look, this is my price for Friday." When I was a kid, I used to wonder, like, how do you just have a price for Friday? Like, how do you put a number on that? Well, now after you get a couple gigs and you have consistent yeah. gigs, it's like I I know I can make two hundred on Friday. Yeah. So yeah. if I go to a place and they try to offer me one fifty, I can legitimately say, I can't do that. Yeah. Even though 150 would be cool, but once yeah. you look at it from the opposite perspective, you're losing 50 bucks. Right. And right. once you can look at it from that angle, that's when right. you raise your price. Then you get a whole bunch of $200 gigs. It's also got to be that you can go someplace else. Yeah, if you that's don't have an opportunity call. Like if you've got that's... a couple places you can choose from, if mm-hmm. you're not choosing any place and you got to go with whatever's open mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. But um, you have to do it. You have yeah, to get into it. I get it. that there's, there's a definitely an early struggle that everybody should have to go through, too, to, mm-hmm. like, to get that. Like you, but you do have to realize you're competing with some people who don't have that disadvantage yeah. at all the and who day, can bypass it. That's why, yeah, I think what you were saying earlier about having day jobs kind of put you in a position. Because I, I had day jobs, too. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't really start doing anything with music yeah. until I lost my day job. Yeah. I, I think that's them. the only way to get like full <laughs> exactly. on into it. I think because like, I, I have a day job that does pretty well I, uh, and I like it enough. So that's why I don't do as much stand up as I used to. Yeah. And I don't write as much as I like. I'd like uh, to. Kurt's full time, right? Yeah, he's yeah. full time. Oh, yeah. I've been for when years. You said your last name, I was Metzger? like, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. He's he's been full time for I got like Probably twenty years. Now? Twenty years since he's we were since, in since high he school. was in co- he dropped out of college. He's an older brother. Yeah, he's nine years older than me too. So oh, he's wow. a lot older. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he's been doing it forever, but he he never really took like side jobs. He did it full. Like once he figured out that's what he wanted to do. Didn't do anything. He had some real rough time periods and lived some real shitholes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, he's he's his craft is solid. Like he's a phenomenal comedian. Yeah, at he this was point. actually just at uh, Magoobie's like maybe a month ago. My yeah, roommate. he swings by around here a lot. Is he, is he, he uh, does tours a lot. He's in LA now. I, we he actually he wrote for Sasha Baron Cohen's new show. Really? Yeah, he I did a bunch a of the sketches. That. He wrote a bunch of them for that. I actually was kind of wanting to kick myself in the ass for that because we wanted to. I wanted to reach out to him when he was. I, I usually yeah. try to get all the Magoobies guys to come through because yeah. li- the club is literally two lights up the road. Really? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Literally, yeah. like you could. Oh, that's got to be great that, for, yeah, for yeah, getting people. We do it Thursday, and they only have like the early. Do they have anything going on on Sunday? Uh, I see. What's up? Do they have anything going on on Sundays? Um, no, not really. No. Okay. Mondays was no. the open mic night stuff, right? 
Or is that someplace oh, that's, else? That's downtown. That's downtown. Yeah. yeah. See, McGooby's is kind of like this is like this is like the outskirts of town. Is McGooby's like the best club in Baltimore or like the most yeah, most like so. recognized? Yeah. I've there's seen only, it everywhere. There's only two like real clubs, I guess, like yeah. McGooby's and then the the Comedy Factory downtown. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like I and that's like there. more so like well, McGooby's like has been here room, longer, right? Okay. But yeah, McGooby. So McGooby started off. In like Parkville on Harford Road, which I'm sure none of you like, yeah, yeah. get the reference. But I appreciate it. But yeah, yeah, but so like it, it, <laughs> it's always been like in like the county. It. Yeah. So like, but then they moved to a bigger. It used to be like a dinner theater type uh, okay. show. But um, yeah, it's like 250, maybe 300 seats. And yeah, wow. yeah, it's definitely the biggest club around. And like, dude, like fucking. Like a tell will come through there. Yeah, yeah, yeah they bring like, in big namers. Have you? You've never performed there, I assume, right? No, Magoo should look no. into it. You I'd love to. Yeah, it. that's because that's what we do. We that's where we've got up most yeah, of our. Yeah, we just went to DC. Yeah. I don't know why. You I get, never them, you get them to swing by. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, cool. I was gonna say like I, you're coming down to DC, but I, you're staying with him. Yeah, in Ellicott City, I live so right here. You're like yeah, We're closer to here than we were to DC. Yeah, DC was like an hour drive to get in and out. Yeah, to the improv. DC traffic just sucks, dude. I can't. That's such that's weird angled roads and everything. Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> the biggest. Like, I, that's the biggest impediment to going there. <laughs> yeah, and you get Even a fucking the ticket like that. Comedy is better in DC. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. They have you know multiple. The crowds every are great too. Yeah, they're it's like a Super city. There's yeah. It's like New York. There's so many people per like square mile or whatever right. that. You can just get walk-in traffic. It's, DC, it's New York, yeah. and very Boston different are my favorite places. Baltimore is so spread out. Yeah, like we have. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's. I feel like I don't know like a concentrated area of. of, I've never. I feel like every time I'm in Baltimore, I'm in like a little separate part. It's like it's always distinct from some other part. So is its own thing, or is it in a part of a like? Is it in a mall? Is it in a hotel? Or is it an actual comedy club? It's like in this weird like business park complex almost it's like it's magoobies and then on the other side of it is this giant post office facility mm. and then on the <laughs> on one of the other corners is a and gun range yeah we actually had uh we had you guys familiar with mark norman yeah oh we, i love mark we've yeah. had him on twice mm-hmm. he's really I, yeah. I love him yeah mark's great uh last time we did it he was through McGoobies and we actually like did it outside like on the picnic tables outside oh, we just did, like shotgun fire in the background oh, that's pretty cool <laughs> that's like, drinking beers on and we're like oh this is probably the they, like, least he's really thing that's yeah. going on he's around here funny. yeah <laughs> they have a really cool location though because they're yeah. right along the expressway like right off okay, the exit so, so you can like, get you, you can get to like downtown Baltimore in like under 15 minutes oh, that's nice from right there so it's just like they have a perfect location wow but uh yeah I would look into that because you don't really have any venues that you perform in Baltimore Baltimore do no no, I don't. I don't know. Like, I literally, like, I've been, do, I've been doing DC for years, and I never, I don't know why I never stopped in Baltimore or never even looked into Baltimore. I should have. There's, but a, I, again, I did, there was nobody here, so when yeah. I was he's here, mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting more familiar here. with the area. Yeah, yeah. There's a cool scene kind of popping off right now as yeah. an outsider looking in. That's yeah, cool. it's kind of yeah. Uh, my buddy Ivan, who I do the the comedy festival with, we. Uh, so like obviously that like Kevin How you get Hart into show. the comedy festival. Oh well, it's free submissions. We do. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Can I, can <laughs> I bypass the free submission and just come? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, it's, it's next weekend, right? It's next weekend. So I mean, you'll probably oh, actually, be you know, you'll I'll probably be, be gone. Yeah, but I'll be in. What's, when is it next weekend? Uh, it's Thursday through Monday. So it's like all Labor Day weekend oh, so and this a couple. Coming, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 be, yeah. That's when I'm headlining the comedy loft. Okay. So yeah, you're doing DC. What? Is that in DC? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Um, but he's still staying with. No, I'll be in a hotel. hotel in oh, yeah, they're okay, putting okay, me up okay. in a hotel. Yeah, I was about got... to say, dude, if you were staying up here, that you yeah, gotta come. Yeah, I know. I didn't even realize yeah, that. Yeah. Well, next year. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll let you know. This yeah, is second annual. 
Oh, yeah, cool, third man. annual is the best year, apparently. Yeah, third year is a good year. Yeah. That's when we all blow up. That's, that's, when, yeah, third that's when we finally get a bathroom in here, dude. That's the first <laughs> year. The moment you get a bathroom in here. <laughs> but it's going to be rocking. Back to like uh, Baltimore kind of. Get air conditioning up. first. Don't worry about the bathroom. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that too. But ba- I don't know. Yeah, Baltimore's kind of been subtly like bubbling up recently that's like cool. um so like the heart of the city show on comedy central like kevin hart's thing. oh, yeah, oh that's in so baltimore that just, my that buddy was on that through, show uh, i didn't realize that's where it was okay do you know ty rainey ty rainey. comedian he was on i don't know what episode he was on maybe the one for philly no i don't know but i don't remember a couple, one of my buddies was on the dc one for the first season but then they just shot the third season here like oh and, nice uh, my buddy ivan was on and then two already? other comics from the area i know i didn't Jesus. realize that either yeah, Hart I works think, uh, his ass off, man. Yeah, yeah. And then he has another show on he's Comedy hustling, Central man. He called like, to, Up Next, which is also basically the same concept. Paid yeah. that shit. And he's got the fucking YouTube thing. Did you see that? Yeah, LOL. And LOL. Something. and uh, Oh, he's got the fit- fitness one. Did you see something. that one? No, Where he no, works no. out with celebrities. But it's like ridiculous. That's it's like dumb. a that dude just fucking. That, I mean, that's why he's like he's sumo he wrestled. Yeah, no, he, sure. uh, he's, a, he's a good businessman and a good entertainer. Yeah. And so you got like he can do both really, really well. And that's how you build up that shit. And I remember he was just on Tough Crowd. Yeah. Yeah, just Kevin getting hurt. Yeah. Just he was on tough berated. Yeah. I remember <laughs> while yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember he was w- hanging out with a comedy seller crew like way back in the day. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean he's he's this friends with my brother. your brother. He was coming up with my brother. Yeah, Patrice yeah. and Jay and He used uh, to take he used to take uh fucking some boss. Who's oh shoot, uh Craig Robinson? Craig Robinson. Uh, he used to take Craig no no Craig Robinson. Or no. Is an older dude. Oh no, wait, wait. It's um is it Craig Robinson? I, I think, think it's Keith Robinson, right? Keith Robinson. Like Craig Robinson before. is the guy from Pineapple Express, yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Wow. Just totally mixed so up. So he'd, he'd lay out his check <laughs> for the show, like, backstage, Keith, like, yeah. in front of everybody to show off. And Kevin Hart would crumple it up and, like, leave it out there just to piss him off. <laughs> like, he would take pride in his check and, like, leave it just to show off to the other comedians. That's hilarious. That's smooth. Yeah, Keith Robbins is fucking hysterical, though. They, they, he's got a podcast so now with Amy and uh, somebody else called yeah, yeah. Two Girls, One Keith. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's like Two Girls, It's on Spotify. On, uh, it's hilarious. Keith and the Girl. It's like a play on that, right? Oh, is it? I'm playing so. Keith the Girl podcast. I think it's just like the name at least. Oh, I maybe assume. it is. I was just on mm. that podcast recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was a good. Nice. It was a good podcast. Have you been nice. on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's been invited on podcasts though. I've never I have been, once yeah. been invited on a podcast. No, I don't have. I will have a podcast and yeah, I'll invite you on a podcast. No, I never have a podcast. I'm a fucking piece. I have. I'm gonna need you to write my material though. Amount of equipment. Nothing. I have the equipment at home. Oh, you do? Yeah, I got it. You already have all the equipment. I got. I got it as a gift for Christmas. I just haven't. It's literally still in the box. You got to get a friend who plays music to do a podcast. That seems like a good dynamic. Mm -hmm. Well, he already had all the equipment. That's what I mean. Like, (laughs) that sounds like you're a really. That's how a comedian. You sound like a real comedian. Oh, it's like I set up. (laughs) Eric, I have all these microphones, but nobody listens to my music. Like (laughs) that, you just wandered into studios and see who would let you stay. Yeah, yeah. Everything else set up here. You should just go into a studio and just be like, all right, everything looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> now I can stay drum here. mics, can we just put them on a stand? Maybe <laughs> on a table? <laughs> I want to. I'd love to get one going. I just don't. You should. I it's a really fun outlet, yeah. dude. I don't know how I would. I. I've no. I've increased the number of people that I can like freely associate with, like yeah. five hundred percent. Oh yeah, I imagine uh, you need just a lot having of friends. I might do. It. <laughs> I it's a big. Uh, it's a big pro. <laughs> So the one I kind of want to do is a cage match, and oh. it's where we we 
watch a whole bunch of Nicolas Cage movies and figure out which is the best, like tournament style. Okay. Ooh, so you right? see, like March Madness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you okay. pick a whole bunch of different categories and stuff like that, and then you follow it up with some like versus movies. It'd be great. So, like, oh, yeah. The only like, thing, Alien versus Predator. It'd be cool Kramer if you did it Kramer. where you had to all lock, that genre, <laughs> like where you where, like you started off where like somebody entered the room and then you locked yourselves in there. Yeah. And, through, uh, and then. You couldn't leave until it was over. There's a good podcast where they watch the same movie every day for uh, like. It was the Sex in the City one, right? Is that? Oh yeah, they watched really two. It was like those two uh, New Zealand comics. Yeah, they watched the same movie for like uh, like two months straight or something. Every it was day? for a year straight. Oh, That's every crazy. day yeah, for a yeah, year, yeah. and then they they record what happened like every week, right? Yeah, like yeah. how and they and it just devolves into madness. Yeah, That's hilarious. It was yeah. I fuck. I forget what the name of that was, but those two Keith dudes like blew up off of that. It was the one with the Chris Hardwick thing. Which one? The one with the Chris Hardwick thing. Which, uh, no, the first part. Chris, oh, I think Keith and the Girl podcast was the one oh, with the Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Was Those are, I, I feel like, the, the, like, I'm not a huge podcast consumer. Sure. Yeah, I'm not either. Same here. But, like, I feel like a lot of those... A lot of the more successful podcasts, they always have this, like, a lot of them have, like, this really weird niche that they kind of fit yeah. into. Yeah. Where it's, like, with us, ours is super freeform. Yeah. And so As it's, you can tell. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like tough, that. Well, it's tough to get that, because uh, I think what happens in a lot of... In a lot of businesses in general, like um, you're trying to get people who are like addicts, basically, yeah. to do your shit. So you need to find somebody who's like hardcore about it. Yeah. So if you have a niche, yeah, they're like, oh my god, they like the same thing as me. Like yeah. there's <laughs> there's like Nazi furries. I also watch yeah, the yeah. same movie so like, every day. Like how excited yeah. do you think like <laughs> one of them like was the to find another? Not you're a Nazi and a furry too. <laughs> we should be friends. That's like the whole basis for like anime conventions. Yeah, it's like yeah. all this it's is just. just like some, a, deep subsect of like culture that yeah. you feel alienated for being in yeah. but then once a year you all go there and, and you, you never you feel so close that's yeah, like yeah. that's the cult you're trying to find versus yeah. the cult that's around you we just caught a big uh, compliment on the name of our podcast dude oh we did oh, we i did. did well just from i just know, said it but i said it slow i said it like low enough that if you know well, listen, it was more of a telepathic. Yeah. I didn't connection. want you to get a bigger head because I know you just walked in here. My head is huge. Fucking, right <laughs> we don't need the comic getting a little uppity in front of the musician. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, no, no. It's a great like. That's how I like. It's just a fucking awesome name for a podcast, and it's not like. And like, it wasn't taken. Like, yeah, which that's is crazy. Available. That's one of the hardest things too. Couldn't believe a, it. A weird story though. So we're like LFTS podcast across most social media or across all social media now. Close. But, so good. we had. Um, we had like Instagram, or we no, we didn't have Instagram. We had everything else. We had Facebook, Twitter, yada yada yada. Yeah. We went to make the Instagram, and we saw that someone had just taken LFTS podcast on Instagram. We're like, oh shit! Like, let's try to message these guys. Yeah. Hit them up. Apparently, they were a podcast out of Baltimore as well, live from the shop. Live from the shop. It's a barbershop podcast. Yeah, just Whoa. bunch of black dudes do bun, uh, bun, like barbershop talk. Yeah. Really cool. That sounds really Fucking good, dope, actually. Dude. So we hit them up. We're like, yo, like we see that everywhere else you're live from the shop on your social media. Like, would you want to make live from the shop your Instagram thing so we could have LFTS podcast? Yeah, I even checked out to make sure that it was available. That's and it cool. Was. I was like, yeah. you guys should do and that. And they're like, oh, yeah, of course, dude. And then we're like, oh, you guys seem dope. Just come through our podcast sometime. And like a week later, they all came. Oh, that's, awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It was like one of the I, best podcasts we've ever had. That's a beautiful <laughs> moment. What I yeah. is everybody, anytime I've like come to a podcast, everybody seems really cool about making friends with like strangers and stuff like that because you have well, the to, right? guys that we were just with were like why do we know who these people yeah, are they're, they're just, trying like, to develop to a community everybody. so mm -hmm. i would yeah i would what are their names uh evan like, and brian, brian. 
Yeah. Evan and Brian. I can't remember I'll reach out to him. I'll yeah. send him a message. The city Maybe that do breathes. Cross Yeah, city like that, that breathes. They're great. Because yeah, I never, because when I was talking back and forth with They're Bill, cool too. he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, he's doing another podcast in Baltimore. And I know originally, I think you were talking back and forth with Mike Moran, correct? Right. And that was the guy that never got back to me. I was going to do his at noon and I texted him yesterday and he's yeah. like, let me get in touch with my friend and see what the deal was. And then I never heard from well, him again. Well, the, the situation that I'm... In fact, he's that friend. He you pro- are the friend? He produces yeah. So, yeah. the podcast. I oh, produce okay. Mike Moran's pod- confessional uh, podcast okay. here. Oh. So, oh. He, yeah, yeah. Which is like... yeah. That so, makes sense. Yeah. So he originally couldn't do it because his co-host wasn't available this weekend. Oh, uh, okay. And so he kind of tossed your guy, you guys my way. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Yes. Well, then okay. So <laughs> the, original, then that makes- the original plan was to have him... As a like a fourth mic, fifth right. mic in this situation on this podcast, just because I wanted you know, yeah, to bring of course. Him on. But uh, unfortunately, wasn't available at this time of day, so oh. that's how that all kind of yeah, because that it, makes a lot more sense. That does because I was like, I never heard back from him. What happened? But I guess I'm not going anywhere at noon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he texted me yesterday. He was like, yeah, we he had mentioned something about noon, and I was like. I don't think he realizes that we do this at the same location. I did not. <laughs> like, <laughs> I also don't think he realizes I like produce his podcast. I also yeah, sit in the background no and chime in. Like, I, I did <laughs> not. Probably more than I should. <laughs> no, I had, <laughs> so I had no clue. Essentially, would have been the same exact. Thing. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> done two at once. I know. I had no idea. <laughs> All I know is I got an email and one was like noon number contact the NX one number contact and I was texting people. Hell yeah, it did work out though, man. Yeah, it's it great. Did work out. So you have you have the DC Comedy Loft August thirty first. Yeah, Labor Day weekend. Four what are you shows. doing this weekend? Just down here for promo. Uh, this weekend I did the DC Improv yeah. on Saturday. The, the downstairs. Have you ever been to the nice. downstairs? Or like the side room? Side room. Or, sorry, yeah, not yeah, downstairs. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing is downstairs. Um, yeah, the side room. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's a dope. Yeah, club. it's a great place. Um, and then yeah, uh, good yeah, every and then time. Promo shit. Yeah, they were great. Oh, you might have been on one of the same shows as uh, uh, two. I think two of my friends are on Matt Brown and Leland Clayton. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Matt, oh, yeah. Matt buddies. was really good. Yeah, that was great. Just shaved his head recently. Yeah, he yeah. Like a big cue ball. He's a, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's a good guy. Uh, Leland Clayton. He had the I, big we didn't afro. Get, uh, we didn't, uh, yeah, we didn't get to see him. We didn't get to see him. Yeah. Uh, but Matt was really good. I liked yeah, him a lot. Yeah. This is really in DC. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Matt was funny. He told yeah, some witness jokes too, which just, I enjoyed. Uh, they just moved up to New York recently, so yeah, yeah. They came back down and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great room. Yeah, Matt was that was cool. Um, yeah, I did that, and then yeah, I did promo stuff to do, and then um. God, tomorrow I have to do fucking shit. Like some some newspapers calling me from wherever the area is. Harrisburg nice. is that a thing? Probably not. Oh no, that's sorry. It's a show I have in Pennsylvania. Anyway, okay. But then I have to be back here to do Fox Baltimore uh, Thursday. Okay. And then at eight thirty in the fucking morning. Are you sticking around all week? Though? I'm you got come... stuff in Tuesday, don't you? Tuesday I'm gonna be on John Fugel saying show on Sirius. Tell me everything. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah, he's, cool. he does a blast. I'm I'm a regular on his show like every month. So I'm Tuesday. I'm in New York doing that. Then. Wednesday, I think I'm gonna come back if it's cool with you. Yeah, and then stay. You got a uh, Thursday morning thing, right? Yeah, I got a yeah. Thursday Fox TV at eight thirty in the morning to promote whatever the morning show is, to promote the show in Baltimore, uh, uh, Baltimore Fox to promote the show in DC. Then I'm doing Fox TV out in DC on Saturday to keep promoting the show. Cool. If you guys are gonna if be around Wednesday, come through uh, the Motor House. So on, it's probably yeah. the, one of the best open mics. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay, Wednesday. But also, it's gonna be like the start of the festival. So I think oh, I, there might be a showcase too. But I think we'll it's come and start hang. with we'll an open. Hang it starts out. with yeah, an open yeah. mic. I might pop in. For it's that. a cool yeah, yeah. spot. Yeah, there you go. You should definitely come. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, come. I'll come hang out. Now, and, so yeah, yeah, I'll definitely, man. Cool. 
Yeah, dude. and let us know when you're doing your, you know, where you're performing. Oh, absolutely, stuff. Yeah. Come to Jersey, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no places to perform in Jersey. <laughs> I'm going to have that room. Come, come and <laughs> oh, yeah, do my room in Jersey. It is oh. really nice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He'll be running. You guys come together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're running a room in Jersey now? Yeah. The, the First show is going to be right? the end of September. Hmm? The theater spot. Start. Yep, theater oh, spot. Yeah, that's yeah, probably a good time in the in the summer, too. You want to get Well, that's what I want. I want to build everything in the winter so that when the summer comes, we can fucking hit it. Oh, it'll just like fill. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. We're doing it once a month. Uh, every Saturday at the end of the month, um, it's called it's 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 the Exit Eighty Two Theater Company, but the stand up club is just Club Eighty Two. Okay. Um, and uh, and we're gonna have stand up and whatever kind of other shits going on there too. So, dude, I will definitely make one of my lifelong dreams has been to play in Jersey. So. <laughs> wow, all right. There's a lot of that's a lot, lot of, of famous musicians, pressure, by the way. Right? <laughs> no, a but lot of good musicians it, man. from here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Why do you want to listen to Springsteen? We came in. Yeah. Have you been, I got I got some contacts in Asbury. If you want to do Asbury, I have, too, but man. my family oh. saw. I actually just got back from Wildwood, New Jersey. Uh, oh, nice. Last week. Two I love Wildwood. Wildwood. Yeah. Nice. Family always went there. It's a whop. And thing. if you can't catch a show in Wildwood, you can just watch a, a cop beat the shit out of a 20 year old. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if, you got the, if you got the time to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Do uh, you guys have anything you want to plug? I got nothing going on right now. Um, awesome. Just uh, in my website, johnpoveromo.net. Um, I've got a book drawing from a nobody that's also on the website. Because fuck Amazon, they take money. And, uh, <laughs> and um, that's it, man. I've got my shows uh, in D.C. next weekend at the Comedy Loft. And then I'll be at High Spire. Pennsylvania doing um, the designated comedy room will be headlining there the following weekend in September, September 8th, I think. Awesome. And you're on like Instagram and Twitter on your name. Instagram, John Poveromo, Twitter, John Poveromo. And it's all on my website too. If you go to my website, johnpoveromo.net, it's, uh, you can follow me from all over there. Fuck yeah. Well, and then also check out these guys on the City That Breeds podcast, our new sister podcast. Yeah. <laughs> sister <laughs> podcast. These guys will be pumped. Yeah. <laughs> check out uh, LFTS podcast across the board on social media, Live from the Studio on iTunes, uh, Google Play, all that shit. And uh, soon to be Good News Radio, Ooh, I yeah. think. Ooh, get, uh, shout syndicated. Them out. Good yeah. News Radio. Good News yeah, Radio. man. They got an app. Getting syndicated. Guys, congrats. Ooh, Thank you very much, wow. man. That laughable. is sick, dude. It's exciting, yeah, though. Yeah. Did we shout Laughable out yet? Oh, no. Shout out Laughable. Shout out Ned McKinney. Um, you know, Comedy podcast app. Uh, it's like a big index. Uh, uh, I assume since you're on other podcasts, if you guys listen to this episode... You want to see what other podcasts John are on? Uh, John is on. Click on his name; it'll pop up. It'll yeah, come on. Uh, you know what you guys would be? Uh, if I can throw out another podcast name, these guys are great. The Robin Slim Show. They're oh, out yeah. in Jersey. Those Robin, guys are great. But you got they love other they, podcasts. Yeah, so they're guys, really they're real good uh, dudes to talk. They'll to. plug your shit. They'll if you plug that. You know what I mean? Love they're really guys. great. Yeah. Well, shout out those guys. I hope uh, you don't welch on that. Uh, <laughs> <Rob> <laughs> and now they love making. Now that I've said it, they're like we're they not fucking working. Those guys. Yeah, they're really cool, man. Really nice people. Let's see what I got going. Uh, yeah, guys, always remember every Sunday at the horse you came in on down in Fells Point, uh, tend to close. Actually, this coming Sunday, not tonight, but the next Sunday, September 2nd, I'll be playing with Dustin Wiltrout, the drummer, because that's Labor Day Sunday. So that's day off the next Ooh. day. So that should be a fun time. And uh, also the point in Towson, Friday, August 31st, uh, play 9 to 1. Uh, so that should be lit as well with Sweet. John Burkhart and Will Beckman. So that's Ooh, always a good time. Yeah, I know. It's just finally, finally, we made it happen. Um, but other than that, I mean, also, Baltimore I don't know Comedy. When this Fe- is out. Yeah, this will probably be out after the festival. But I'm gonna drop this this week because oh, okay. he's trying to plug his show. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. So, so yeah, Baltimore <laughs> Comedy Festival. Check that shit out. Um, all Labor Day weekend, uh, like August 28th to September 3rd or whatever it is. Um, also September 
14th, I think, I believe, possibly. One someday in September, uh, I'll be hosting the the open mic at Joe Squared for Umar again. I might be taking that over, so make that your monthly stop in. Taking it over, I believe so. Well, I mean, I think he's moving up to just Umar's too famous now. Doing a producing spot on that. He also just doesn't like hosting open mics. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so check that shit out. Um, Also check me out at Joe Squared during the festival. Um, and if you're in Philly for Made in America, you'll see me behind cameras. <laughs> so come say <laughs> hi. Hey. Um, we good? Followed you guys on Twitter. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, yeah, man. Too. Yeah. All right, guys. Till next. I love that banner image. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Look at the blue.